Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Uh, welcome, everyone, to another episode of Inside Wrestling for November 20th, 2016. I'm your host, Nate. This is a wrestling week in review. We'll be going over, you know, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, TakeOver in Toronto, and also a Survivor preview for tonight. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we've got Justin on board. What's going on, man? What's up, buddy? Yeah, let's go over Monday Night Raw to start off the week in review. Basically, uh, really not a lot of highlights here. Uh, basically, you know, calling out the, uh, let me see, what would they have the first match? Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Reigns and Owens win at 13 minutes. Um, yeah, so they're mixing up the heels and faces. Well, actually, you know, yeah, they were doing, they were weird. They were mixing up some matches on Monday night, heels and faces for Survivor yeah. Series. Basically trying to get, like, maybe some kind of team Unity going forward to uh, Survivor Series for tonight. Um, I don't know. Any thoughts on the match? Oh, no. no. It, it, was, it is what it is. We we knew, we talked about it before it was going to happen, where they do that before every pay-per-view usually mix things up, especially with Survivor Series. I mean, you know, so many things were going to happen between, like, mixed tag teams and stuff. Usually they do it all the time, but with Survivor Series, it was going to be more. So, um, yeah, no, I really don't have... I mean, the match is okay. I just, you know, it it, it was okay. That's all I can say. Yeah. But it really, really didn't, uh, you know, make me want to watch, sit there and watch, so... Um, oh, here we go. The highlight of the night, pretty much Monday Night Raw basically sucks, but the highlight... Part one was Chris Jericho backstage with Seth Rollins and Strowman basically saying he has gifts for them. And uh, basically Seth was wondering, oh, man, you shouldn't have. He says, tell me what – don't." he didn't want to know what it was because he pretty much knew it was going to be a scarf. Oh, yeah, it's the scarf of Jericho, man. <laughs> Try it on, man. <laughs> oh, God. That was so, hilarious. <laughs> so Seth didn't really want it. Uh, they went over to Strowman. He said he wanted Jericho's uh, uh, scarf, and he says uh, seven hundred fifty dollars. He goes, "Oh no, don't worry. Uh, no, I'll give it to you." And so he gave it to Strowman. Uh, you know, Jericho put on the anchor scarf, and then uh, Strowman just basically ripped up Jericho's uh, scarf. And he said he hates scarves and he hates you and stuff like that. You know, what I was thinking he should have blew his nose, and I was waiting for him like blow his nose or wipe his brow off or son his sweat or something, and give it back to Jericho. I think he should have did that, but uh, once again, Jericho, highlight on Raw, the scarf of Jericho. Try it on, man. Oh, God. Yeah. Every yeah. week this fucking shit is just great with Jericho. He, he's what's running Raw right now, man. He's like, he's, he's the face that runs the place. 
just kidding. But I mean, he is like the he is the main attraction on Raw. I mean, for you know the mic and drawing people in, I think. I, I mean, he, he's doing a great job doing it. Yeah, I, definitely. I, I, I don't I don't know when he's leaving or whatever, but like I said, what will we both said we we wish that it would be like Owens versus Jericho at some point. Yeah, I don't even know what WWE's doing now with um especially last night with the NXT show. I'll I'll go over that after uh Nakamura losing the title to Samoa Joe. So uh Yeah. Unbelievable. I didn't even, I didn't even watch it. I came back and saw the results and then I went online to see like the you know, the end of the match. I'll probably go back and watch it but I forgot that it was on. I was watching the Bellator. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was the only surprise of the night. Pretty much, like, everything else I pretty much predicted and assumed what would happen. But, yeah, shocking well, finish. Nakamura, Nakamura, well, uh, I know you're going to get to it later, but I'm I'm just saying, everyone, every time you lose the title, you deserve the rematch. Yeah. Maybe they'll do a rematch, and Nakamura will win it again because, like, to prolong the whole Samoa Joe coming in and the Rumble or something. Yeah, I don't even know where they're going. I mean, they might switch it up. Maybe Nakamura's going to be a surprise yeah, entry or something. I, I don't like hot, playing hot potato with the title, so maybe they'll keep Joe down until after WrestleMania and bring Nakamura up for or, Royal Rumble. Or Joe, or Joe loses the title before WrestleMania, comes up and has a match at WrestleMania, maybe challenges Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you can do so many things, but it's just, where the fuck is Dewey when you need him? He's got yeah, all I don't. Ideas. I don't know what happened. He's so, got all, uh, he's got all the ideas anyway. Yeah. So, anyways, next match: Bo Dallas versus Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn wins two twenty six. Big deal. Um, basically, uh, Zayn getting ready for his IC title match against the uh, the Jizz because the Miz won on Tuesday, beating Ziggler in a surprise. Um, but we'll see what happens with that. We'll go over that with the Survivor Series a preview. Um. Let me see. Yeah, big deal. Kendrick, I don't give a shit about. Um, second hour, New Day versus Chris Jericho, Braun Strowman, and Seth Rollins in a match. Strowman, Jericho, and Rollins win at 14 minutes, so basically making them look strong, which makes sense because you can't have these guys losing going into a big five-on-five -five match with SmackDown. New Day takes a loss, but you know they don't lose the titles. The titles weren't even on the line, so... No big deal. I guess they were, like, frustrated backstage and shit with some interviews. So, it's fine and dandy. They're, New Day's keeping the titles until they break the record from demolition. So, no big deal. Um, yeah. I don't know. I didn't really watch the match. Uh, did you? Any thoughts on the match? Uh, no, it was good. I, I agree with you. You know, you got to make the team look strong going in. Yeah. I mean, basically, the New Day really doesn't have uh, – I mean, they are part of that five, you know, tag team match, but, uh, you know, it's basically, they're just captains. They really don't have much, to, I mean, set up like they have much to lose, so I'm just thinking, you know, make Raw's team look strong, you know, so take three people from the team and make them beat your, your tag champs. Make them beat, you know, the best that there is to, to offer three on three. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next match, Brian Kendrick versus Sin Cara. 
Uh, Kendrick wins at 12 minutes. You know, another match, big deal. Uh, you know, you know, he's getting ready for his freaking uh, cruiserweight match, so no big deal there. Yeah. Um, let me see. Ah, uh, oh, the whole Heyman, uh, fucking Brock Lesnar, Sigmund Jig, big deal. Lesnar ends up beating some security guards. He ends up getting hurt later on. Was found out he actually hurt his shoulder, and he said his body's not feeling too good. And I'm like. How the fuck is this guy going to go against Brock Lesnar? Huh? You were saying Lesnar. Are you talking about Goldberg? I mean, Goldberg. Sorry about that. Yeah, Goldberg being up fucking uh, security guard and shit like that, and he ended up hurting his shoulder. How the fuck is he going to be getting ready to face Lesnar if this guy's... He he can't even fucking last a couple minutes with some security guards tossing him around, and he's going to go against the Beast uh, tonight. Give me a break. Fucking Goldberg is Oldberg, and he's done tonight. So uh, he's going to take a loss tonight, but... uh, Anyways, I don't think they're going to do another match with him. I think he's one and done. Hall of Fame, and then that's it for Goldberg. Um, there might be I some kind of spot. Like a spot where like they shake hands at the end or something. I doubt it. I doubt I it. I know, but... You know, I think there might be a spot at WrestleMania. Maybe like whoever Lesnar ends up facing, if it's like Nakamura or Joe, maybe Goldberg fucking spears or takes out... You know, Lesnar's fucking cheating in the match or some shit, and Goldberg comes out and fucking takes out Lesnar to help the guy win, whoever it is, Nakamura or Joe. Um, yeah. I think maybe we'll see some kind of spot like that. But other than that, Goldberg, I don't think he has any kind of chance of a match at uh, WrestleMania next year. So. Well, he'll probably go in the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. Then, if anything. I'm, like I said, I'm interested to see uh, what, what happens with The Undertaker tonight, but it's just like, when it comes to the Hall of Fame, you always have, like, these, you know, older wrestlers, you're one female, and then you have, like, one, you know, megastar. So, I, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. But, but they, yeah, definitely. Doing it with the, they've been doing it with the video game. Every time someone's, like, a guest, like, you know, you can unlock them or, like, we who was it? Sting, right? And then yep. he, he made the Hall of Fame the following year. And yep. uh, who was the other one? Wasn't there someone else? Yeah, Warrior. Warrior. Sting. You know what and, they, uh, should, they should they should put the rocket. Like I mean, he's not coming. Back. Oh yeah. No. The, I mean, Stone Cold's already in. You you gotta put the rock in. If if he's doing this whole movie thing, like he's like the highest paid movie star right now, you might as well just throw him into the Hall of Fame. Cause he's not yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's. I mean, they're gonna save him. I mean, Florida would have been a good because he, you know, he lives in Florida and stuff like that. Um, but I still think uh, Chris, because Chris was bringing up the point. You know, they're gonna probably still do Rock fucking Cena three match, you think and I'm so? like, I, I don't know. You think? I think they will. I think they will, but I don't know when. Um, I, I don't know what WrestleMania because if they're doing Taker Cena. God damn! Uh, so I, yeah, we're we're going to Stanford. I'll pick you. I'll be in your house. I'll be in your house, man. I'll just drive down, and that's it. Oh my god! But uh, anyway, we'll have he, no choice but to hire us for writers when we blow the place down. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, who's gonna take over? Yeah. <laughs> um. So I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm on the I'm on the fence with Rock. Cena three because Rock's always busy doing all these movies and shit. So yeah. you know it might happen. You know it's fifty fifty chance. 
And uh, it might end up being like it might be ended up being like fucking uh, Cena will put his career on the line, you know, and Rock ends up beating Cena, and that's how Cena retires, you know, after he breaks Ric Flair's record and all that shit. So could be something like yeah. that. You know? I don't know. They were they, that they, yeah, like that link that you didn't um, click on that I sent you, like people who could take out leather. CM Punk was on there. It's oh jeez. Like I mean, I don't know. I just want to. Oh, you know, it kills me. I don't want to see him at WrestleMania main eventing it. I just don't want to see fucking AJ Styles jobbing the Undertaker just to give Undertaker the title to fucking give it to Cena. I'm like, and probably a retirement oh, at match. Rumble, at Rumble, right? Yeah, yeah, Rumble, and then fucking WrestleMania, Cena gets it. I'm like, come on. Really? Triple H is going to show up tonight. Um, I th- I think he'll t- do something. Yeah, he, he could. I think possibility he could show up or something. You know, they got to start building that whole situation. Well, if not, if not, they're doing they're doing Jericho versus Rollins in December at yeah. wh- whatever fucking show they got. Uh, uh Fastlane, yeah. whatever it is, or whatever the fuck it is, Roadblock. Yeah, Roadblock or some shit. Yeah. Stop sign. <laughs> detour. <laughs> WWE detour. Um, <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, next match, Sasha Banks and Charlotte versus Nia Jax and Alicia Fox. Uh, Charlotte Banks and, uh, uh, Charlotte and Sasha win at eight minutes. So basically, no, no big surprise there. Keeping the women strong, uh, for their big five on five match on Sunday too for Survivor Series. So no biggie there. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Enzo Moore, Big Cass, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows versus Shiny Stars and Golden Truth. Once again, Gallows, Anderson, Enzo, and Cass win at eight minutes. No big deal there because they're in that big tag team match. So, you know, no surprises there. Um, right. And then we get the whole face-to-face showdown at the end of the team. Team Raw coming out and it ends up being Team SmackDown. But I got the clip and I'm just going to play it. Once again, the highlight was uh, Chris Jericho in the list. <laughs> oh my! I don't know how good it's gonna come out, but let me see. Let me play I it. I called it though. What? I, I called it. I said invasion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said I wonder if they're gonna do it on uh, SmackDown. I, I should have thought about the women doing one too. I'm like that. That made sense. So that was good booking by WWE having the women invade. On uh, SmackDown, the Raw Women. So I thought that was a good a good thing that they did too. It's, it's good booking because they're listening. It's good booking, yeah. It's we're smart getting, booking. We're getting no like nothing out of this. Yeah. Yeah. So let me play this clip, Jericho, the highlight of uh, the ending of Monday Night Raw once again. You know what happens? 
to weird looking guys here on Raw. You know what happens, Shins McMahon, to weird looking guys here on Raw? You just made the list! Oh no! So, there we go. Elvers uh, made the list on uh, M- Monday Night Raw. Oh my God, fucking <laughs> Jericho's fucking great. Uh, I don't care. Um, oh yeah, what was it? WWE had a thing too on their website, like uh, Dream Teams, or whatever. And uh, yeah. certain wrestlers who the Survivor Series team would be. And I was laughing because I saw Jericho's team, huh? Like a certain wrestlers team or yeah yeah like certain wrestlers. Uh, I mean, let's see if I'll pull it up. Let me see if I can get it. Um, let me see. Yeah, like who who would guys have for like their uh, Survivor Series team? Let's see if I can find it. I don't know if I can find it. Team photos, no. But anyways, I was laughing because I was looking at Jericho's team. He had Guerrero on it and shit like that, and um, Ooh. I forgot what else he had on it, but That's he didn't awesome. have. No, you didn't have Benoit on it, so I was oh. like, oh, that's bullshit right there. See what he would have Benoit on his team in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm surprised he didn't have, like, Bret Hart on there. He didn't even have Bret Hart, so. I figured he'd keep, like, a Canadian. Him, Guerrero, and uh, Benoit. <laughs> oh, yeah, here it is, right here. Here we go. I got it, right here. Here team we go. Blanco? Yeah. Um. Let me see. Let me see. Um, let me go through them all. What the fuck is this crap? Um, Team Styles is... The fuck? Come on. Yeah, Team Styles is basically, uh, yeah, Styles, Gals, and Anderson. But Team Anderson would be Orton, Styles, Anderson, Gallows, and Finn Balor. Uh, Team Gallows was, uh, Bruiser Brody, Styles... Uh, Gallows, Anderson, and Finn Balor. Team Joe. Here's a cool team right here. Team Samoa Joe. Yokozuna, Bad News oh. Brown, Ultimate Warrior, Mark Henry, and Samoa Joe. Team Bailey was fucking... I'm laughing here. Norman Smiley, Lita, Bailey, Sasha Banks, and the Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, oh. team, Ken- team Kendrick is a pretty interesting team. Uh, Asuka... Eddie Guerrero, Kendrick, Brian Pillman, and uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, let me see. Team Cedric, Rob Van Dam, Rock, Cedric, Taker, and Lesnar. That's a good fucking team right there. Yeah, who is that? Good... Team who? Cedric. Uh, Cedric Alexander from uh, the Cruiserweights. Oh, okay. Team Slater, Haystacks, Calhoun, Axe and Smash of Demolition, uh, Slater and Luna Vachon. So they have a woman on the team. Yeah. Team Bliss is Nia Jax, Lita, uh, Bliss, Luna Vachon, and Sherry. And here's Team Jericho. What a fucking... This is a bunch of crap. Well, you got th- three good guys. You got three guys on the team. Uh, let me see. Um, who the fuck is this guy's name? Oh, Funaki, Guerrero, Jericho, HBK, King Kong, Bundy. Okay, I'm calling bullshit right there. Fucking, you're gonna have Bundy on the team? Fuck that. We'll take out Bundy. Uh, who the fuck should we put for a big what guy? What about Funaki? What the hell is that? And yeah, Funaki, take him out. We'll put Benoit in his place. And for a big guy, I don't even know. Let's see who who would be a big guy. 
the big King Kong Bundy. How about Kevin Nash or some shit? I don't know. Or Kevin Vader. Nash? No, how about big Vader? Fucking put Vader on the team. There you go. So, no, but anyway. The Shockmaster. The Shockmaster. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> King Kong Bundy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He would always be like Big John Studd or Andre the Giant. Yeah, something. Big Andre the Giant. Cool. Well, yeah, or Big John Studd. Fuck Bundy. I hate, I never liked fucking Oh, King you know Kong who all would be great in that spot? Too. Oh, yeah, Scott Hall would be good, then, yeah. Take Funaki out, put Hall in there, and then you put Nash in there, too. Yeah. Oh, I was joking about the uh, the finish for... Oh, yeah, I told you about it. The finish for Lesnar and uh, uh, Goldberg Goldberg tonight. Uh, Kevin Nash is going to return and powerbomb Lesnar <laughs> yeah. to cost him the match to return the favor because, he, you know, he did the job and ended the streak. <laughs> you, you know what's crazy? That, that happened. Out of all, all of those like fantasy Survivor Series teams. Yep. Stone Cold was not on one of them. No, I know. Oh shit! Yeah, or, you're right. Or or Kurt Angle. Or Kurt. Well, Kurt Angle's not with WWE right now, so. Well, so they wouldn't say it, but still, Stone Cold. Yeah, Stone Cold. Even yeah, it's Foley. a surprise. Foley wasn't even on the list. Foley wasn't even on the team. Wow. Yeah. Like I said, they only had a certain amount of superstars that did it, so maybe if there was a more of a list, I don't know, maybe Jericho ripped up the list of the other guys' teams. He ripped up the list. You know what? I just ripped up the list. I just ripped up the list. <laughs> um, SmackDown. Where the fuck SmackDown? i got to find SmackDown. Oh, God. Here we go. It was boring to me. I mean, both, I think both, both shows going into Survivor Series were weak to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't impressed because we knew that, like I said, what did I say, like, last week on the show, I was like, there's going to be an invasion. Of course. Oh, yeah. Happened, yeah. Once they announced that uh, Brian and um, what's his name, whatever, go, or Shano, Shane, yeah. are going, you know, are going to Raw, I was like, invasion. Invasion, yep. And, and I, 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 I like how they switched it on SmackDown. I was like, down. we came with backup. You don't think we came alone? Yeah. See? Yeah. So, I mean, it's predictable. I, I wanted something. I, I wanted to see more. I wanted to see something to build up. And the whole Undertaker thing really bothered me. Like, I thought that they were going to do something big with him, not just be like... And they rushed it, too. It was fucking yeah. like... It seemed like it was just rushed. So, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's down to the last minute, but it, it's like you... He's making this huge appearance, and you're expecting some big news, and he just came down to, like, give him a pep talk. Pep talk and a warning. You know, you better win. Yeah, so. Yeah, you know, so. You know what would have been cool is if Undertaker was 10 years younger, right, and he was doing the American badass thing, Mm -hmm. and him being the tag team with Corbin. Uh, that'd be pretty good, yeah. You know what I mean? They're both kind of like, you know, big guys. They do the motorcycle and leather thing. Yeah, and everyone's making a big deal about, like, Corbin's not on the team and shit like that. But you think about it, he's the lone wolf. So I'm surprised that he wanted to be on the team, you know? So yeah. I think they could have did something different. So Yeah, I think the, the, the SmackDown tag teams are going to get smoked. Morning, guys. Oh, what's up, Chris? What's going on? Hey, what's up? Dylan, how's the weather in your area? Uh, We had a lot of rain last night. No snow. We we dodged all the snow that was coming. 
Yeah. Okay. I got a little snow here, but not, I mean, just like a dusting, nothing big. Well, what's going down down in Georgia? I don't know. It's pretty normal down here. It's starting to get, well, as cold as it can get. You know, it doesn't get too cold well, down here, but just getting cool. It's going to get crazy in, down south soon, in, around December 19th, if uh, the Electoral College flips the vote, so. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, Civil War Part 2. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's get to SmackDown. Um, well, uh, well, wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, Chris, you got any thoughts on uh, Raw at all? Anything before we get to SmackDown? So what are you talking about, like the shows earlier? Yeah, the show, like, we did yeah, like a review. the Raw show. Um, I don't even remember them, so no. <laughs> Only thing I liked oh, okay. was Chris Jericho. That was a highlight. Fucking uh, Scarf, uh, Tryon Man, and, and then Elsewhere. Yeah, that, that was pretty much it. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Fucking yeah. uh, Jericho is a highlight of Raw. That's it. Pretty pretty bad. The guy from the 90s wrestling still is a highlight of a fucking show. Yeah, New Era. New era, <laughs> going with the old. But uh, anyways, um, oh yeah, too. I was talking about. Did you see that, Chris? Did you see that Survivor Series Dream Team, uh, Jer- Team Jericho? Mm-hmm. They did it on WWE's page. They had King Kong Bundy on it, Funaki, uh, who was the Guerrero? Uh, who was the other guy? Oh, Shawn Michaels on there. And I'm like, I called bullshit right there. There's no Benoit. I don't. I'm not buying that list. <laughs> yep. so, put a blank picture up something but uh anyways uh first match on uh, Survivor, uh Smackdown The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler WWE Intercontinental title match in a surprising finish The Miz wins at 17.53 basically it was a small package Maurice helped roll back Miz on top of Ziggler uh so Ziggler loses so basically The Miz is the new IC champion I don't know where the hell they're going to go from here. Um, Chris, we were always talking about your idea to have Miz Cena feud or son for the IC title. But if uh, the rumors are true, if it's going to be fucking Cena going for number 16 at WrestleMania against The Undertaker, that's it. I'm done. Fuck. You know, you know, you need ICs at WWE headquarters. I'm just going to blow that building up if that fucking happens. But uh, that's cool. Miz wins seventeen fifty three, so basically he's gonna face Sami Zayn tonight at Survivor Series. I think it'll be a good match. It was a good match on um SmackDown, so I enjoyed the match. Uh Chris, any thoughts on Miz winning and going against Zayn for tonight? See where they go with the IC title. Yeah, um every time Ziggler loses, Omega sneezes. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, as far as I know, uh this is just a transitional run, and uh, Miz is dropping it to Zayn tonight. And then after that, they'll pull a switcheroo because um, Stephanie doesn't really care about Sammy. And then, you know, Shane and Brian will be like, oh, we could use a man of your talents on SmackDown. So then Zayn will go to SmackDown as, as a Intercontinental Champion. And then, you know, since Brian pretty much tells Miz to fuck off anyway and says, oh, you're a coward, Miz and... Maurice will be like, well, you don't appreciate us. And so they'll take their talents to Raw. So they'll switch them over. And then um, Miz will then be inputted into, like, the U.S. title scene, probably have, like, a filler feud with Roman, possibly even take the belt off of him as an excuse to take the U.S. title off of Roman or whatever. The only problem with that theory is if you do that, 
you have Rusev and Lana and Miz and Maurice on the same brand, and they're kind of similar. And I think at this point, Lana is really just sort of done. She's kind of like um, um, Maurice is just a better uh, female talent right now. She's a better talker. She's she gets involved in the matches. Lana's just sort of there. She's kind of an autopilot. So I think that's where this is going. So, but uh, yeah, I, they want to do Zayn against Miz because Vince just doesn't like face versus face matches. Yeah. He prefers face versus heel, and you know it's in Canada, and that's where Zayn is from. That's just just makes more sense. So unfortunately for Ziggler, that means he's off the uh, uh, he's off the Survivor Series card. So unless they do some type of last minute pre-show match where it's like they take any leftover dudes and put them in a match, I don't believe Ziggler's going to be on the card. But it's okay. It's just a virus series. It's not like there's anything important going on anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good match. I mean, I was hoping for, like, almost kind of like you were saying with the switcheroo and stuff, Miz leaving going to Raw, but he keeps the IC title with him, and they fucking basically just defends it against, you know, Sheamus, Cesaro, whoever. And then, you know, Brian tries to lure him back in with a match against Cena in the feud, but WWE's going to fuck it all up because they want to do this Undertaker-Cena match. I'm like, fucking A. Keep this motherfucker out of the WWE title picture until, like, SummerSlam next year. You know, I like your idea about that, you know, fucking Miz-Cena feud because, they, you know, Cena never won the IC title. So I was like, that's it's perfect scenario. That's what they should do, so... I don't know, but yeah, I think yeah, I, I probably I totally agree with you. I think that that's probably what's gonna happen. So yeah, give it to uh, the fucking Zane, whatever the title, and then Miz um, fucking just gets you know fucks off, goes to Raw, and then Zane goes to SmackDown. Um, kind of sucks what WWE's gonna do because they're only gonna have what the U.S. fucking title, world title, or universal title, tag title, women's title. Um, the cruiserweights probably will be going to SmackDown too. You think the cruiserweights are going to go to SmackDown too, along with the IC title tonight? Everybody says that, but I don't see any evidence to support that. Because they got that show, that 205 show that's after SmackDown. So, you know, I don't know if they really want to pay talent two nights in a row from going to Raw and then SmackDown the next night. So I don't, I don't know what that's about because uh, that Coy Graves dude, he's like overworked. He's doing NXT still. Yeah, uh, he's doing Raw. And he's going to be doing announcing on the 205 as well. And then what you just said is also because, okay, because, cause like, the most, the most confusing thing about the Cruiserweights right now, because uh, Dave Meltzer is talking about it and we talked about it before, is there's some confusion on, like, because, like, when, they, when, the, when the CWC finished, the confusion was, so are you? Because like for everybody else, you have to go to NXT, and then you you know you you scratch your teeth down there, and then you get called up to the main roster. So now it's like with the cruiserweights and stuff, it's kind of like okay. So are you basically saying that if you qualify as a cruiserweight, is that an automatic pass to the main roster? You know, because you see guys like Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan, and like you see them appear on NXT. But then you also see them on the main roster, and, and and so it's like you know one of the main reasons guys from NXT want to go to the main roster is one of the stories that we've been hearing for a while is that apparently the pay down there is not very good, which is why they want to get to you know the main roster as soon as possible. So so now these these cruiserweight dudes they're they're being paid for raw appearances, 
they're being paid for NXT appearances. So what's what's this 205 thing? Are they, are they being paid for that too? Like there's just there's a lot of like just confusing unanswered questions with the cruiserweight division. It's, it's all over the place. You can tell that there is no plan. You can tell they're just kind of making it up as they go. You know what I mean? It's just it's kind of confusing a little bit. No, you you triggered me as soon as you said pay. Dusty Rhodes got to get to the pay window <laughs> on the mothership. TBS, WCW, Saturday night. Um, Justin, any thoughts on the uh, Miz match with uh, Ziggler? Uh, I think it was last week I told you what I thought should they should do is because they did that whole promo with, you know, Ziggler challenging someone on Raw and Miz, Miz getting aggravated that his title might leave SmackDown. I was thinking that, you know, maybe at Survivor Series, the Miz would come out and cost Zayn the title so that it stayed on SmackDown, and then you could have Miz win it back, you know, from from Ziggler on SmackDown. Yeah. Not, not before Survivor Series. But, uh, and we were talking about that uh, Cena, you know, eventually I mm-hmm. the title. But if they're going with him for the, you know, you said the rumors was what, him and Taker for the title? Yeah, WrestleMania, yeah. Yeah, see, garbage to me. And I guess Taker's career might be on the line, too, so. Uh, but anyway, yeah, anyways. Um, yeah, well, you've been, you've, you've been brought up the point, too, and uh, J.D. from New York, uh, the video I watched, uh, 206. Four-way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the four-way match, you know, because Ziggler says, oh, he didn't win fairly, so they make it a triple threat. Rusev's got nothing else to do. Fuck it, you know, he can't have, you know, two guys against one, you know, Raw and SmackDown, all that shit. So these even out the teams have a fatal four way elimination match, fucking Survivor Series. So that makes sense. Uh, I, yeah, Fuck it. I said that. You know, you have Ziggler that's not scheduled. You have Rusev that's not scheduled. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those are two of your main main roster. And another so. thing is, uh, fans shouldn't be too uh, fans shouldn't be too like scared about the whole um, Cena Taker thing. We've seen this happen before. Uh, a lot of times, because, you know, around this time of year is when they start creatively thinking of ideas of what to do for Mania. And, you know, there have been some stories before in the past where stuff leaks this time of year, and it turns out to be true. And then there's other times of year where, like, it doesn't happen at all. Like, the yeah. one time where it did happen was, I think it was, like, two or three years ago. It was, like, mid-November, and they said the plan was John Cena versus Ray Wyatt, and at the time, that made, like, no sense, but that's what happened, and then there was another time where, this was a while back, uh, I think another time where they leaked it and it didn't happen was they said they were going to do, uh, what was the program? I think they said they were going to do, I know what it was, it was when uh, Edge was feuding with, uh, I think he was feuding with Jeff Hardy. And they said that Christian was going to come back, and it was going to lead to, like, Edge and Christian against Matt and Jeff, like, at WrestleMania or something. This would have been, like, 2009. Then they changed their mind, and they had Matt turn on Jeff or something. So, but anyway, like, sometimes when stories leak this early, it's true. And then sometimes when it leaks this early, they're false. Like, I remember... Uh, another one was they kept saying Cena versus Roman. They said that a lot last year. A lot of Cena versus Roman, and then somewhere along the way, 
they they changed that. I don't know if they changed it because fans just weren't accepting Roman as uh, you know a babyface or whatever. But you see what I mean, right? They, yeah. Sometimes I mean maybe maybe a lot of it had to do with um, you know trying to keep trying to keep Reigns' face. Wait, did you say Rollins or Reigns? They accept uh, last year. They they a lot of reports were saying. Roman Reigns versus Cena. They were saying that like as early as like October, and the reports kept saying that until like Rumble. And I remember like when he lost the title at Rumble, that was when the whole Cena Reigns thing sort of stopped. So yeah, I'm not sure if it's maybe about because Rollins got hurt and they were waiting. I I don't know. You know I mean, I, I don't know. It, it, yeah. I I mean I like that idea. I mean, there was a there was a poster leaked this past week. I saw on uh, Wednesday, I think it was. It was for Royal Rumble. AJ Styles was in the front of the poster, and then hovering above him in the back was the Undertaker. And I'm like, oh boy, that was a legit poster. I'm like, oh man. So I don't know. There might be smoke. There's fire. So <laughs> Styles Taker for WrestleMania uh, for Royal Rumble. But I mean, I just don't like that style of match. Styles Taker and. Then, it's gonna be another. Don't tell me it's gonna be another fucking Cena Rock situation and like CM Punk. It's, yeah, it's uh, gonna. It's gonna the title. Yeah, it's gonna be like CM Punk all over again. Oh, Vince is uh, Vince is is a promoter and he's an owner of the WWE and so you know what's going on here. And this is just the fans that are just kind of confused. Is when Vince is making WrestleMania, what he's doing is and. He's always done it this way, but it's been more noticeable in recent years, in my opinion, since The Rock came back. But when Vince is making WrestleMania, what he's doing is he's, he's thinking about the matches. They're going to make him the most money, make him the most uh, pay-per-view buy rates, the most WWE Network downloads, the biggest attendance. He's thinking about the matches they are going to are going to make the best business. Now, if it makes logical sense to the stories they've been telling to WWE for a year, like he doesn't care, so... And whether or not you hate or, or dis or like CM Punk, I, I do agree with him there. Like, you know, that was his year to main event. I, I to this day I, I don't defend Rock Cena too. They should have did Rock Cena Punk and the triple threat. That was the direction they should have gone in. But he was just so obsessed on Rock Cena. So if the Cena Taker thing turns out to be true, then it will be CM Punk all over again. Because I, I think everybody that I've talked to has pretty much agreed. Because the, the impression that I've been under is that AJ was going to walk into Mania as champion and then probably drop the title to Cena to tie Flair, which I would have been okay with. Because mm-hmm. at least at least it's AJ going into WrestleMania yeah. defending the WWE title, which is something a guy like him deserves. But if they have him drop it to Taker of all people just to do Taker-Cena in a title versus career match, that's just that's WrestleMania 29 all yeah. over again. That's yeah. CM Punk, like, all over. That's exactly the shit that Punk was talking about, where it's like they bill you up for a year, then when it's time for Mania, it's like, actually, we want you to do this instead. So, yeah. I mean, my whole thing with the CM Punk situation, I wanted I wanted streak versus uh, <clears throat> title streak, streak versus streak. I wanted Punk and Taker to go at it, title mm-hmm. streak against... Undertaker's streak, and that's and that's what this will be. This well, this what they're going to do is instead of being title versus streak, they'll do title versus career. Yeah. You know? So like, if Cena wins, he'll tie Flair, and Taker will be retired and all that other stuff. But no. if they do do if they do do that, then 
the only justification, and we know it's not going to happen because Vince is so out of touch, but if they go in that direction, I'll be okay with it as long as Cena goes heel. That's the only thing that could justify it, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I said, too. If if, if Cena turns heel, basically, going for, when Undertaker still had the streak going, turn him heel if he didn't win. But uh, anyways, um, nah, I want to see Taker versus Styles Royal Rumble. Styles wins because fucking Sting comes out, and that's it. <laughs> Fuck Sting. That's it. <laughs> Just do Sting and Taker. Fuck Cena. Because <laughs> um, if it's Cena versus Taker for the title career, I don't care. I'm going to Florida. I don't care if I get arrested. I'll fucking get New Jack, bring some weapons or something, we're just going to invade the ring and prevent number 16. Stop number 16. I don't want this fucking guy getting number 16, especially against Taker, and fucking, he's going to end his career by putting over this fucking asshole. Bruce Blitz, I got to sign up to Bruce Blitz's network for that month. Oh, my God. Holy shit, I just got to sign up for WrestleMania. Oh, he's going to fucking have an aneurysm on fucking his network. Uh, Nikki Bella versus Carmella. Uh, basically, uh, what the hell was it? No contest, 11-33. Basically, it was a brawl. Uh, Charlotte and them showing up, and then, you know, Team Raw, the women showing up and basically brawling and shit. Um, I thought it was smart booking, too, because they did it with the men on Raw, and then they had the women on SmackDown doing it. Uh, team, the women SmackDown stood tall in the end, so that was cool. So I, I, I like that segment. A good final sell for the women's match for Sunday. Uh, Justin, any thoughts on the match and the the brawl, basically, for the final sell for the women's match on Sunday or tonight? No, I thought, I, I, I thought it was a cool spot. I mean, I, I liked how it wasn't just a straight-out invasion. You had Charlotte sitting in the crowd. Yeah, you we know? got tickets. Outsiders hauling that. Yeah. Got, where's the popcorn? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, I mean, it, it was cool. I mean, like I said before, once once you know, I knew Brian and uh, Shane were going to be on Raw. I told you on last week's show. I'm like, okay, there, there's going to be an invasion, but I, I didn't expect the girl invasion. So that's like, I know they're trying to make the the women's, you know, evolution, whatever. So I mean, that it was a cool spot. So. Yeah. Bobby Heenan's one for you if you're out there. Uh, they didn't come here to eat popcorn and drink diet sodas. They're here for business. Uh, that's still I, I can watch that segment like over and over again. Fucking back in the day, I love that whole fucking thing. They're coming down with the tickets. We came to see the big boys play, and then look at the clowns and shit. Fucking man, I missed it. I missed that whole fucking NWO start. That, that shit was so great. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on uh, the whole? Match and shit and brawl. Yeah, I was waiting for Nia Jax. I was waiting for the cops to, like, arrest her and for her to tell them to eat some donuts. Other than that, good segment. <laughs> what did she do? She, like, just fucking threw herself right through the wall. I don't think that the person was, like, even near her. I'm like, she just went right through the wall. That was, like, so bad. I don't know. I'm still pissed they didn't take my idea for Hell in a Cell. She should have came out ripping the door off. Yeah, freaking, or coming out under the ring, like the or pop through the ring or some shit, because she was off a of fucking TV for like five, six weeks. Besides being on what superstars or whatever, superstars, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. you know. Oh, so stupid. Um, whatever. Maybe uh, Kevin Dunn, Bucktooth Beaver, was gnawing on wood, didn't get the memo. Anyways, Vaude Villains, Headbangers, 
Spear Squad and Ascension, a couple jobbers there, versus American Alpha, Brizongo, uh, Hype Brothers, and the Usos. I like the Usos. I'm glad they finally turned heel. It was a couple of years too late, but uh, yeah, it's still cool. The the one thing that I it was it was weird because like the Usos were like all about you know the fans and Team SmackDown, and they just turned them heel. Yeah, yeah. Well, the unity, you know, unity for now, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. It, it was just weird to see because they, like I said, they just turned heel. Yeah. Oh, don't worry about it. They'll probably they'll they'll probably end up winning or some shit and the fucking they'll just <laughs> Usos just turn on their team after the match. They're gonna go get their heel heat back or some shit. Really? Um, Alpha Usos Brizongo Hype Brothers win at ten forty eight. So yeah, not not a really a surprise there. Especially going in for that match on Sunday, so no shocker there. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on the match? Uh, no, no thoughts. I fast forwarded through it. Yeah, nothing really much. Um, cutting edge. Yeah, basically, you know, Team SmackDown and um, Undertaker coming out. I was looking at the clock and I'm like, oh shit, you better get to the ring. Soon. It was like 9.54 or so. It takes forever to get to the ring. They're going to go off the air. Stopwatch, you're just clicking it like, what the hell? Yeah. So basically, Taker comes out and talks. He says, there's no better man to be the commissioner of SmackDown than the man who has no fear. He pointed at Shane McMahon. He said he's back for two reasons. First, WrestleMania will no longer define him. He said he's taking souls and digging holes. He said he was born at Survivor Series. Which I was there. That was cool. I wish he would. I wish he'd do another Raw or whatever, in or SmackDown in Hartford. And that's where he announces his retirement. Cause that'd be cool. Where he started, where he ends it. But uh, and SmackDown has always been my home. The second reason, I'm not sure, uh, was a real first reason, but we're on his time. Okay, quote unquote. Team. He told the team if they fail, pause. You still uh, got a chance. They said the reason to fear him. Taker said, Team Raw better rest in peace. Basically, Ronaldo gave a final sell. So basically, Taker's just saying, you better win on Sunday or, you know, hell's the pay. So some, some fucking finish is going to happen. And they'll probably do something with maybe Styles or something. I'm thinking, like, maybe Styles walking out, screwing over Ambrose or something. And then that's how so it is. basically, it, he's a grandpa. Yep. <laughs> he's a grandpa. <laughs> so... And uh, so there we go. That's their final sell for uh, Survivor Series. Uh, Justin, any thoughts on the whole Taker segment? It seemed rushed. That's the only thing I saw. It seemed rushed. Yeah, it seemed rushed. I just I don't know where they're going with it. It's gonna. I mean, there's always obviously your rumors, but I I like we said last week. We we thought he was going to take Shane's place. You know that would have been a perfect. yeah. Put Taker to use. He's got to have a match. I think the best way to send him off is have a match at Rumble and then Hall of Fame at Mania. Maybe even make like a guest appearance at Mania. You know, because he doesn't have much time left, like in the business. So no, no. I mean, I I like you know. I mean, I don't know AJ Taker. Do you think that's like a good idea? The styles is it, the styles. It just doesn't seem like it's gonna work. I don't styles and Undertaker style. Orton and Taker would have been good because there was talk about doing Orton versus Taker. I think Orton yeah. can you know work a better match with Taker. 
based on his style of wrestling. But we were also talking about Orton turning on Wyatt, like just playing the mind games and everything. And it's going to be cool tonight because you're going to see Strowman and Bray head-to-head. You know it's going to happen. They're going to be face-to-face, and they're, they're going to go at it. <laughs> yeah, ogre. Um, <laughs> box of nerds. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on the final sell for uh, SmackDown? The yeah, yeah the, the last segment was rushed. It's one of the advantages that Raw has over SmackDown. Uh, Raw can do the overrun, kind of like Nitro. Actually, no, not even Nitro did that. They didn't do overruns. They were all like, you got to go, running out of time. Yeah, so SmackDown definitely has that little Nitro-ish vibe. So they have to end at 10 o'clock on the dot. Uh, I, someone linked me to something, like, way back when when the live SmackDown thing first started. It's just, like, some USA. It's somewhere on WWE's actual corporate website. Uh, it's written in the actual USA Network contract that they're contractually obliged to end SmackDown precisely at 10 on the dot, yet for some reason, Raw is allowed to go overrun. Because when I have my DVR, so many times I've I've uh, I've scheduled my Raw to end, and like it'll end like at 11.05 and like the show's not over, so because of that I have my DVR set to end 30 minutes after Raw. I remember the longest runoff they had was uh, the one when The Rock came back in 2011. Um, they had like a, that was almost like a 35-minute overrun there. But, uh, the Brian one too was long too. The yeah, yeah, no, no. Was, that was another long run. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know when the one when Flair retired, even though Flair, Raw was two hours still, that was another overrun they did. So unfortunately, SmackDown does not have that advantage. It's going to end at ten on the dot. So it definitely has that uh that Nitro sort of feel to it, and I feel like they haven't really used that to their advantage. But that's another story. Um, yeah, the segment was cool. It kind of came out of nowhere, like you said. Uh, you know, because they were doing the cutting edge thing, and it was like already 9:55, and Taker wasn't out there, so you just kind of like, okay. Uh, I thought the funniest thing about the segment was Orton was staring at Ellsworth the entire time, which I just thought was really funny. Orton was, Orton was looking at him like he was genuinely trying to figure out like who the fuck is this guy? Like he didn't know. <laughs> it's, uh, Orton's the funniest in all of this. His facial expressions are really funny. He just has like this "Why am I here?" look on his face. Um, I don't really get the Shane thing. I really don't get that. Um, I don't understand why you couldn't have the fifth guy be like Harper. Um, he's not doing yeah. anything. Uh, I, I don't know what that's about, but whatever. And I um, thinking, Yeah, I was thinking like a Rowan might show up if he's not injured. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't, like, the, like the lights go out and they grab to protect Strowman. The Wyatt mm-hmm. family could drag, like Harper and uh, Rowan could drag Strowman out of there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't really get what that's about. As far as Taker himself, um, when Taker was there, the thing is is that um, when he was doing his speech, it wasn't like he was giving any member in particular eye contact. So when he said, oh, you guys better not lose, it wasn't like he was staring at AJ or <laughs> staring at Bray. He just he was just telling that to the team in general. So normally, a lot of times with Taker, you know, they'll plant seeds or something. There was none of that here, so... For all we know, this just could be just Taker talking out of his ass. You know, there's been a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. There's been a lot of stuff where it's led to nowhere. Remember earlier in the year where Shane and Vince were talking about that lockbox? What happened to that? Totally dropped. It didn't go anywhere. Remember when in the Nexus buried Taker? What happened to that? Like nothing. No follow up at all. So for this could just be Taker just you know 
just saying something to make you think it's going to lead to something to get more people to tune in on Survivor Series, which I think is what they're really trying to do. Or it could actually lead to something. But uh, overall, it was a good segment and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it is what it is. SmackDown, again, it's in their contract. It's on the corporate site somewhere. But they do have to end at 10 on the dot. So they do need to, um, you know. Wait, and that's you the, to, well, hmm? You said it has to end at 10? Yeah, on the dot. It's, it's, it's in their contract. So you can, And that's really one of my big issues with SmackDown Live. You can tell. That uh, they're just oh, I don't oh, I don't I you meant tonight. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I thought you meant uh for tonight. I was oh like, no, 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 no 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 no. You you can tell that uh I don't I don't know who's writing SmackDown. I, I don't know because they have like different creative teams or whatever. But my only my only beef with SmackDown Live and I think Nate and I talked about this like the first week they did it is you can tell that they're not used to uh to writing and planning out a live two hour show. And you can tell that they're spoiled by a three hour raw because since they've been doing they've been doing three hour raws for like what, how many years now? It's yeah, about four years now. Four yeah. Years, yeah. But yeah, so you can tell that they're not that when they're booking SmackDown, like they're still panning it out as if it's a three hour show, but it's actually two hours. There's been several SmackDown live episodes where it's like you can tell they rushed the tours to the very end, so you know, now NXT, Triple H, he's used to that shit because that's his baby. So when they do these takeover specials, it's like usually two hours and five minutes anyway. So it never feels washed down there. They got to work on that. That's definitely where I think they need to get like a Heyman or a, a Raven or, you know, there needs to, there's a lot of guys and the, there's a lot of legends that aren't doing anything. You know, where's Raven? Where's Lance Storm? Where's Christian? Where's Where's Edge? You know, where's where's Booker T? Get some of these dudes that are, like, basically legends, but they're not being used. Put them on a creative team, you know. But that's really the only issue with SmackDown because that's happened consistently where it's, like, you know, it's a, it's a normal show, but then, like, the last, like, 15 minutes are, like, so rushed because you can tell they're, they're totally spoiled on three hours, and, unfortunately, SmackDown suffers from it. So, you know. Yeah. All right, before we get to the Survivor Series preview, uh, last night was... NXT TakeOver Toronto, uh, Nakamura versus Joe, Asuka versus James, uh, The Revival, and more. So, uh, yeah. Um, opening match, Ty Dillinger versus Bobby Roode. Nice introduction. I didn't I didn't really watch uh, the NXT thing, but I saw the introduction for Bobby Roode with the choir. I thought that was a cool little spot there. Um, Bobby Roode ended up winning at 16-28. They said it was a really strong match. As a surprise to see it go... On that long, Ty Dillinger has been elevated very highly despite losing between the outstanding packages and build to the match and strong performance against Rude. I expect Rude to win, but I thought it was would be a five to seven match, uh, five to seven minute match, not a sixteen minute match, courtesy of uh, PW Torch. So Bobby Rude wins. Um, I don't know. I guess there's a lot of talk that Dillinger might be getting moved up soon. To the main roster, Chris. Have you heard anything about Dillinger getting moved up soon, eventually, to the main yeah, roster? Um, I, I had a no idea how long uh, Ty Dillinger had been in the WWE developmental system. Like, wow! Uh, credits to them for that video package. Uh, there's a video package on WWE's actual YouTube account, and uh, it actually goes into Ty Dillinger's uh, developmental history he's been in every single form of uh wwe developmental he was in fcw he was in wwe ecw you know the the ecw brand uh he was in nxt he was actually fired 
by WWE when he was part of the ECW brand. He was actually fired, and then they rehired him. Like you know, that's exactly what happened to uh, to Damian uh, Sandow, uh, now known as Aaron Rex in TNA. So uh, he's been down there for for quite a long time. Um, he he repackaged himself, and he was in NXT, and uh, he was doing a tag team thing with Jason Jordan, and, and it didn't really go anywhere. And and then Jason Jordan, you know, he he hooked up with Chad Gable. They became American Alpha. It worked for him, but Ty Dillinger, he just sort of struggled. So then what what happened was he came up with this gimmick where he called himself the Perfect Ten. Uh, he would do like a series of vignettes, kind of like when Jericho debuted in WWE, where you saw like this countdown clock sort of thing, and you kept seeing these vignettes where you kept talking about like the Ten, the Perfect Ten. And at first he thought it was going to be like a new person being debuted, but then it was really just a repackage where he just came out and he just does this thing where he's like 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, and he comes out and he's like, Mach- remember how like when Macho Man Randy Savage would come out and he would like do the crazy like mannerisms of his arms? It's very, sim- it's, it's very similar. It sounds very goofy, but for some reason it worked. I think it worked because the gimmick is very creative. It's different. Um, and, and basically his whole offense revolves around 10, like, He'll go like just he'll he'll do a bunch of old fashioned stuff you don't see anymore. Where like he'll you know the little old old school spot where somebody will take you to the turnbuckle and then like they'll get on the second turnbuckle and then they'll punch you like ten times, ten times or yeah 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 or he'll like he'll he'll throw you in the corner and you know how, like how how Austin used to just do like the kicks the kicks the kicks and fans will yeah. chant what he'll do it instead but this time he'll count to ten he'll try to win by count out so the fans can count. 10 and it's actually kind of funny because he's got the 10 thing so over that when he's in the ring and like when he's outside the ring when the ref is counting one two the, the fans are counting 10 10 10 the whole time so it actually kind of throws off the opponent if you're not paying attention it sounds like something that's just really goofy but he made it work it's, it's different it's different so but yeah uh he lost the root here and um i know shane mcmahon actually retweeted uh like uh this picture of Ty Dillinger, which 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 tells me that I think he's probably going to be on SmackDown Live, which is great for him. So I'm happy for him. Uh, a guy like that that's been in developmental that long, uh, to finally see him go on the main roster, that's cool. So you can expect to see him as early as Tuesday. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's got, he's his booking though is very similar to like a Dolph Ziggler. Uh, he's a home. He's one of the few. He's one of the few homegrown uh, uh, WWE developmental guys. He's not like an indie guy, not Ring of Honor, TNA, New Japan. He's one of the few uh, homegrown WWE guys. And it's like when he goes up against the local developmental dudes, he wins. But every time he goes up against like a big, you know, outside star like a Rude or a Nakamura or whoever, like he always lost. So, you know, but uh, I think uh, I-, I could see him and Ziggler probably being a tag team or something like that. But, uh, yeah, oh, he's wow. a good talent. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, Justin, you want to chime in anything on uh, Bobby Roode winning or anything on Dillinger? I don't know if, hey, you say you really don't watch NXT, so. Justin. Oh, he dropped it? I think he dropped. Let me see. Oh, he dropped. Oh, he'll probably call back in. Uh, next match, TM61 versus the authors of Pain Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Final round, Paul Elmering suspended. Oh, and a shark. Oh, shit. Holy shit, man. I got ESP. My God, that is weird. I was thinking about they should bring back the, the shark cage. I remember they did it a long time ago in WCW. Wow, they actually brought it for this match. Holy shit. God damn. I was thinking about that a few weeks ago. That's weird. 
So, uh, let me see. Authors of Pain win at 8.20. So, yeah. Um, any thoughts on the match? I didn't, like I said, I didn't really watch the show. Yeah, it was cool seeing, uh, yeah, check it out when you get time. It was actually a good, just solid two-hour show. The shark cage was cool. It was very old school. I haven't seen that in, like, forever. I couldn't tell you the last time I saw that. Uh, there was actually a cool spot at the beginning. It was very, uh, TNA X Division-ish, where they actually climbed, uh, one of the members of TM61 climbed a little scaffold thing and, like, did a, uh, like a swanton off of it, so that was, that was pretty cool, so, uh, Authors of Pain 1, uh, they're, like, these two, uh, Authors of Pain are, like, these, I don't, I don't know exactly what their nationality is, they don't speak English, they look like they're somewhere in between Russian and Samoan, I don't, I don't want to sound, like, ignorant, because I really don't know what their nationality is, I know they can't talk English, so, Paul Airwing talks for them, and uh, they're basically like these these two just really muscular uh, buff dudes that kind of destroy you. They don't talk, and uh, James Ellsring he uh, he uh, he basically gives them orders and he tells them what to do. So uh, they won the Dusty Tag Team Classic, and then after that, Triple H came out and and posed with them and stuff like that. So uh, two things that re- there's only two things I got to say. One. I mean, we've already talked about this before. We know what the light at the end of the tunnel is on Raw. But at, at the same time, Triple H, so you can come out on TakeOver to congratulate the authors of pain, but you can't show up on Raw and explain why you turned on Rollins. That's really, <laughs> bad. That's really bad writing, dude. Yeah. Really bad writing. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck about Raw anyway, but that's really bad writing. And, and before anyone even says shit, remember that time when Roman beat the shit out of Triple H, but then he showed up at that one takeover anyway. So that that's right there. You know, that right there shows that we've seen Triple H before. We've seen Triple H break kayfabe and show up at NXT, even if there was something going on on the main roster. So that's that's really, really bad writing. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck anyway, because I don't care about Rollins, but still, like... Even though I don't even care came about that, that cruiserweight classic thing for one of the guys after one of the matches too. Right, right, yeah. right. You know, you know. Then there was that time when fucking um, there was that time when Lesnar like broke his arm in kayfabe, and then he showed up at a UFC show like not wearing a bandage or anything. <laughs> I remember Punk was all over that shit, you know, because Punk he tried to go to a UFC show and they were like, "Fuck off, you can't go," and they chip placed it. So yeah. that that actually kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And again, I don't I don't give a fuck about Rollins, but that's. That's bad writing on their part. Uh, two, I find it really weird that Dustin uh, Dustin Reynolds, aka Goldust, he was um, he was in the ring too, congratulating them. And I guess this is just something I don't I can't really explain because I'm an only child. I don't have a brother. I just find it really weird that his brother basically got fucked over by WWE. And you know Cody's doing his thing. You know he's in TNA. He's gonna go to Ring of Honor soon. He's 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 working. Independence, and I just see what they're doing with Goldust, and I'm just kind of like, why is he still there? I just find it weird. I mean, if I worked for a company and my brother got screwed over, I wouldn't feel comfortable working for them, but mm. I don't know. That's a very interesting brother relationship they have there. I was told by a friend that apparently they weren't raised together, and they don't even know each other that well. So, I mean, whatever. Maybe it's yeah, a I think it's separate. Thing. I think it was different mothers or something. I think. I think. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure, but... Plus the age gap, yeah, there's a big age gap too between them too. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, uh, I don't know. Still got bills to pay, so you want that job guarantee money, and uh, <clears throat> you don't want to be like on uh, Hillary kill list. You know, WWE takes people out. You know, Piper and Warrior, and 
<laughs> oh no! Wait a minute! No, wait! I didn't say nothing. No, I didn't. no Illuminati. No, that's fake. Uh, anyways, I hope those guys do another one of those uh, booking for like the Royal Rumble, the YouTube video from last year. I hope they do another one. This shit's great. I can't believe that thing only got like six thousand or views, or whatever. I'm like, that fucking is the best fucking video of the year. Um, DIY. Uh, Gargano and uh, Chapa, Chapa versus the Revival, Scott Dawson, Dash Wilder, uh, NXT Tag Team Championship match. Uh, two out of three falls. I like the Revival. They remind me of the Brainbusters. Arne, I always say it like Arnie Anderson and shit back in the day. First fall, the Revival wins at 5:11. Um, second fall, DIY at 13:37, and DIY wins the third fall. Uh, 22-18, insanely good match that suffered from recent NXT tag team problems. Uh, too many people in the ring for too long, too often, culminating in a double submission, but the drama and excitement of this match usually ranked NXT's top-tier matches. So, yeah, definitely no shocker there. These guys put some good matches on. Um, I like the, like I said, I like the Revival as a team. I can't wait when they go up to the main roster to watch them more. Um... Yeah, I don't know where the fuck. See, Raw sucks so bad. I want you guys. I want everyone just to go to SmackDown because Raw just sucks so bad. It sucks because you know, like you know that some of them are gonna have to go to Raw to balance yeah. it out. You know, so that's, that's. I wonder how the NXT guys feel. It's funny because I bet they're. I bet they're all low key like, please send me to SmackDown, but then they go to Raw. They're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so bad, Raw. Oh my god, I'm, I'm thinking. I think I'm about like Gallows and Anderson. I think they might jump ship and go to SmackDown because they think they they're, they're going to do something with Styles, and then they, they, whenever they Balor should. comes back. Yeah, oh, they, the match was very good. Uh, like the rival is very old school, and, and that's kind of like my only fear about them. I, I worry if that's going to translate to a casual audience, you know? Because uh, when the villains were down there, I kept oh, telling God. folks, I kept telling folks like that's the nostalgia act that works down there, but it's not going to translate. With, uh, with uh, casual fans, but yeah, the revival they they do just a lot of old school shit in their matches that you just don't see anymore. Stuff that I used to see like when I was a kid in the early nineties and <laughs> in the eighties uh, and stuff. Like there was a spot in the match they did last night that was like classic stuff. I know like you would appreciate it because you're older. Um, There's a spot where like um, Gargano was trying to get the tag on Champa. And then one of the members of the revival went to Champa to try to pull him out of the ring, but then like Champa kicked him in the face, and so then Gargano tagged in Champa like a house of fire, but then the ref didn't see the tag because yeah, he, yeah you know like just old simple stuff like that. Uh, there was another spot where Champa tried to give him like a German suplex, but then as he was going for the German suplex, the other member of revival held his hand to prevent the suplex from occurring. And then when he tried to pin him, instead of putting his foot on the rope, uh, the other guy, he, he grabbed the rope away so so Ciampa couldn't, you know how sometimes people put, put their foot, foot on. on the rope? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just old school, like, simple shit. Like, you don't you don't see anymore. Like, you see shit old, like that, yeah. Yeah, like, just late 80s, early 90s stuff. And that's why their name is called a revival, because they're trying to revive that type of, tag team wrestling so i appreciate what they're doing and it's it's like an it's it's an, it's, it's a taste that, that when you first see them you're just kind of like huh 
But then, like, when you keep watching them, you're just kind of like, oh, okay, I see. And I just I fear if that's going to translate on a main roster. The good news, though, is that they're not one of those kind of, like, edgy tag teams that you boo. Like, fans still boo them, which is good because there's not that many genuine, like, heels anymore, like like actual people you boo. So they're booed. You know, it's not like a, an Indiola Trudy's guys because, no, they're, they're still booed. So, um, you know, there's a good chance they could end New Day's reign, but I think they'll let New Day break Demolition's record first. That's the oh, only, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the only good thing yeah. if they go to Raw, you know. So there's that at least. But, uh, yeah, good match, very good match. And uh, if you don't watch anything from TakeOver, uh, go, out, go out of your way to watch this match. The finishing sequence was pretty cool. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out after the show. Um. Yeah, yeah, Revival, yeah, New Day, I can drop it. And like I said, Enzo and Cass, I think should take it off the New Day. I don't know, man, New Day's going to keep it for a while. Shit, man, at the Rumble. They might not even drop it until, like, WrestleMania, shit. Hey, man, I heard yeah. that, uh, I heard about a 2020 election, they'll still have them, so, you know. Wow, possible. Oh, and so, there was a weird record, too, like, Kofi's, like, I forgot, he's, like, uh, 100 more days or something. All-time, like, tag team champion, like, combined titles or days or something with the yeah, title belt. I, I believe Mr. Fuji or something. I yeah, there's something about that. Mr. Fuji and him. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, damn. He's actually had to be also, obviously. He, he was, like, with Air Boom. Yeah. Evan Bourne. He was the tag chance with uh, with uh, R-Truth. Wasn't he tag chance of CM Punk? He was, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah, I think yep. he is. Yeah, I think that is. Yeah, he probably thing. is. Yeah, that's, probably, that's, like, the most low-key record they'll never mention. They should, though. Yeah, it was, like on, it was like on PW Torch or Wrestling Inc. I saw he's like he's near like Fuji's record or some shit. Um, I bet I bet he's tired of being tag champ, but I'm sure he's not tired of the paycheck. <laughs> no, no, no. Money, as long as the money's good. Um, yeah, Mickey James versus NXT Champion Oscar NXT Women's Championship match. Uh, Oscar wins at 13:07. He said, "Excellent match. Mickey looks strong." than any of Asuka's opponents since Bailey, and really looked like she could have won the match at a number of points. Yeah, I just saw basically the ending of the, the finish. Uh, basically, James blocks Asuka's locks, turns into a clover for two, but a cross-faced chicken wing makes James tap out. So it was a quick finish to the match, so I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it didn't really make Mickey look too weak in the finish. Um, yeah, I'm not buying the story, too, about Triple H. Because he said, oh, no, we didn't re- there was no truth that we really originally wanted Trish Stratus for that match. I'm like, it, um, TakeOver's in Toronto. Trish is from Toronto. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on Ego H. But it's cool. Mickey, hey, like I said, I didn't care. Mickey James good, too. You know, she hasn't been there for, like, five, six years. So that was cool replacement. She, the legend killer continu- starts Asuka taking out Mickey James. And who's next? For Asuka. Um, any thoughts on Asuka winning? I mean, it's pretty predictable that she was going to win. Yeah, the match is, the match is good. Uh, Asuka was doing her usual stuff, and uh, Nikki had an answer for everything Asuka did. She was actually, uh, I, she, was, she wasn't dominating Asuka, but she was actually in, in control of most of the match. And uh, you could see Asuka was a little visibly frustrated. And, um, you know, she actually... Oh, Nikki actually hit her, her chick kick. I've always liked her chick kick. And uh, Asuka got her foot in the rope, so it wasn't like she kicked out of the move. So they protected uh, her finish. Uh, so, you know, um, Nikki ended up tapping out in the end. So it was kind of like one of those things where um, or like you're playing somebody in something 
and you're dominating for most of the game, but then you end up losing. So, you know, after the match, Mickey, like, shook her hand or tried to shake her hand, and then Asuka sort of, like, raised the title almost as if to say, like, ha-ha, like, I beat you, when really is it wasn't like you beat her convincingly, you barely won. So they're yeah. sort of, like, kind of starting kind of a condescending sort of heel thing, but they're not, they're not like, fully into it yet, so... But yeah, I, I like where it's going, and you know they need to go all the way with it. Just just turn her into female Orton, have her be the legend killer, have her take out a legend. You know every single takeover. Uh, where is Victoria? Get Victoria next. Have get her Victoria. take out. Get, yeah. get Victoria next, and then after Victoria, uh, get Lita. Get Lita. Like they get need Lita to out. keep this going. You know I want her to like I want her to just take out every single like ruthless aggression era. Because cause the cool thing is, is that they're all in great shape still, and they're all open yeah. to performing. You know, I know Lita is totally open to performing, and they just they, they WWE just wants her to just. And this, I, know, I don't pay attention to the whole pre-show thing. I know that's what she's doing. She's like in the pre-show and, and the little those little uh, sports center roundtable discussions they have. That's just the role they want her to do. But Lita is very open to performing, so I, they need to go all the way of this. I don't know if they're going to have a takeover before Rumble or not. If they do. Have her fight Lita. Have her fight yeah. Victoria. Just, just have her just kill all of them. You know, <laughs> kill them all. <laughs> kill them. I want them all. Yeah, kill them all. But uh, yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think that. Uh, oh God, I don't know. Fucking Oscar and shit. She got. It, it, it's just funny looking at her face and her the way she smiles and smirks and shit like that. They need her to get her like in a love storyline with some guy, and then she says, "Copy, copy, piece." <laughs> I'm just losing it, but yeah, maybe maybe she can kill Cena next, hopefully. Oh Jesus! Anyways, um, yeah, I can see that someone. I can see that for like Lita or something, because Lita will be talking about Asuka and something like that, and yeah, or Victoria. I don't know what she's doing and stuff. That's Phoenix. She just had a kid. Um, yeah, and the end game could be you know Trish Stratus or something down the road. You know, I don't know if she'd be the last one or something, but it's cool. Um, like you said, once she gets to the main roster, fucking Bray Wyatt mode run, everyone's dead. <laughs> yeah, die. that's what I'm saying. Like everybody on the women's division, give them a run before Oscar gets there. <laughs> but you know what? Though? I I guarantee I'm gonna make a prediction. I guarantee they're gonna have Nikki Bella versus Oscar, and fucking Bella's gonna win. Oh my god, <laughs> the fucking internet is gonna go rage. Oh, oh fucking Christ! <laughs> Anyways, uh, spice of the night: uh, NXT Champion uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Samoa Joe NXT Championship match. Yeah, basically, I just watched the finish to this match. Basically, uh, the referee went an outside. Fucking Joe kicked Nakamura in the nuts, hit him in the uh, top of the stairs, and then uh, basically put him on the top rope. Game is a muscle buster. For the win, 2012, Joe wins. Fans were a little bit shocked at ringside showing their faces at ringside. So a really solid, hard-hitting match with Joe regaining the title. Is Nakamura heading to the main roster? Question mark. I would have thought it was that Joe would be going up soon. He has been through NXT long enough. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty interesting to see where they're going to go. I mean, are they going to? Are they still going to feud? Are they going to do another match in December? I mean, what the hell's what's what the hell's gonna the end game? You, you think Joe's gonna go up and drop the title in like in a month or so and then go up, or you think Nakamura's gonna be the surprise maybe at Royal Rumble and they're changing things up? I mean, what do you think they're gonna be doing? 
let's talk about the the match first. Uh, the match was very good. Uh, I enjoyed it more than the one they had the last takeover. Uh, Joe was working on Nakamura's uh, leg the entire match. It was some good storytelling because, you know, you take out the knee, he can't do the Kinshasa. Um, it was very good. He was working on the knee the whole match, and then Nakamura started making the comeback. And then um, Nakamura, he did land a few of his Kinshasas, but because his knee was so damaged, he couldn't follow up on the pin. Um, so, you know, he gave Joe a little bit of breathing space before kicking out. And um, and then the, one of the coolest spots towards the end was uh, he actually gave Joe the, Nakam- the, the, the Kinshasa to the back of the head, which is one of the most vicious-looking spots. Uh, ever. That's what Nakamura did to Styles at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. And uh, Joe went outside, and, and Nakamura really could have just won there by a count out, but he wanted to, you know, throw him back in the ring or whatever. And, you know, there was a little some confusion. The ref was in the way. You saw it yourself. Joe gave him the low blow. Uh, he gave him the uh, STO on the uh, ring steps and then the muscle buster. And then there was the botch where they were playing that first really shitty theme. And then they started playing his original theme. And so, uh, yeah, fans are very, very shocked, uh, very confused. Uh, props to Triple H. Uh, the NXT main event scene has kind of gotten predictable as of late, where it's sort of like it follows kind of a formulaic pattern where it's like one person's the NXT champion and, and then, like, uh, you know, they lose the belt. And then when they lose the belt, they get their obligated rematch and then they lose and then that's it. You know, they're on the main roster. So NXT has kind of had a very predictable sort of formulaic formula with, uh, with, uh, with their main eventer guys. And so by having Joe beat Nakamura here, it really genuinely caught a lot of folks off guard, especially since Royal Rumble's right around the corner. Many, many people would just assume that Nakamura would beat him here. But, uh, instead Joe won, uh, now, Joe, this makes Joe the first ever two-time NXT champion, which, again, is very unexpected. Uh, I think most folks figured there would be a two-time champion eventually. It's just I don't think anybody predicted Joe, of all people, you know, so that's very different. Um, NXT, uh, right they, right now, like, they they have a takeover before Mania. They have a takeover next to SummerSlam. And now they have a takeover near Survivor Series, but they've never really done a takeover near Rumble. So uh, I don't know what's going on there. I, I know they're they're playing around with the idea, but so far they don't really have a takeover before Rumble. So uh, there was that one UK show they did, but that wasn't near Rumble. It was towards the end of the year, but it wasn't near Rumble. So uh, from what I understand, there's no confirmation of if there's going to be one or not. Uh, so if there is going to be a takeover before Rumble, they could do Joe Nakamura 3 there, or they could just finish it off on TV, you know, like the NXT yeah. TV, you know, on, 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 the, on the tapings and stuff. So I think the next tapings are this Tuesday or Wednesday or something. So a lot of folks are going to be reading those tapings. Um, yeah, it really caught a lot of folks off guard. Um, I also know that despite the whole, you know, uh, Brock Shane thing. I also know that uh, Melser has said that uh, they don't have Lesnar's opponent written in for Mania yet, which is mm-hmm. a really, which is a, which is a tell sign right there. Um, and I do think that Nakamura versus Lesnar, or Joe versus Lesnar, those are two of the of the names that many fans are predicting are going to finally, you know, beat Lesnar clean. You know, because yeah. both Nakamura and Joe do have the credentials to beat a Lesnar. 
So and the match would be very good as well. So, but yeah, this was very surprising, but it was a pleasant surprise. You know, it was more of a oh wow, I didn't really see that coming. You know, not more of a that was stupid. You know, like that was a it was a pleasant shock. So Joe wins, and uh, we'll just have to wait. We'll have we have to get through Survivor Series first, and then after that, we have to wait until the uh, the tapings. And uh, they usually do like um, when they do tapings, they usually do like <clears throat> like four weeks of taping in advance. Yeah. So you know to give them time to do like live events and other stuff like that. So. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to say, my prediction is I think they're probably going to swerve us. I think what they're going to do is, and I know it might piss off fans, but, you know, I think that fans were expecting Joe, but, you know, to be on the main rosters. But I think they're going to do the reverse. They're going to have Joe be down there longer. And I think they might call Nakamura up earlier. And I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, I would prefer Nakamura <laughs> SmackDown, but, I mean, this is Vince. So, <laughs> Uh, I could see him being a raw, but uh, I don't know. But um, yeah, it was it was a surprising. I mean, what, what do you think they're gonna do? Yeah, no, like I said, I, I thought the original game plan was gonna be you know Samoa Joe going being a surprise at Royal Rumble, and then they're gonna do Joe versus Lesnar at WrestleMania. And um, yeah, I mean even if they switch it, like because I think it's gonna be it's either gonna be Nakamura or Joe is gonna take Lesnar off this pedestal. So. I'll, I'll I'll take it, you know. That's that's fine too, you know. Nakamura, because I I think Nakamura being the one taking him off the pedestal, I think would be good because I think he'd be drawing that you know the Asian market in more fans and stuff. Um, maybe more eyes on the network and stuff in the future for 2017. So I think that maybe in the end game, maybe Nakamura could be the one, and I think he should be the one. So, but I'm surprised he, he lost. Uh, like cleanly <laughs> last night, but oh, that's cool. Let's see what happens. Fuck, you know what? Just have fucking Joe show up on uh, Raw with the NXT title. Nakamura just fights because Raw's so boring. Just have a rematch right there on Raw NXT title. Joe and Nakamura, but no, they'll probably save it for like the TV tapings and stuff. And maybe, maybe Nakamura's gonna be the one that's gonna be the surprise entry for Royal Rumble, which I think a lot of fans wouldn't mind. You know, like I said, Joe or Nakamura. Uh, Justin, yeah. you want to chime in on, on this? I mean, your thoughts about Joe Nakamura? Well, I've been saying for a couple months that I think Samoa Joe's going to be the surprise, um, you know, enter, you know, enter it, uh, the Rumble. But I, I thought they were going to give Nakamura, like, a pretty decent reign as champion. And then all of a sudden, like you guys were saying, it's a surprise that he lost it already. Um, so maybe Nakamura will be the surprise. I can see like uh a t- like matches between Samoa Joe and Bobby Roode down in uh NXT possibly before one of them comes up. You have to I, I don't know like NXT's roster too well. I know I mean I know some of them but I mean I don't know where where they would go. I think Joe deserves to come up a little quicker just because he has does does he have more experience? I don't know. You guys tell me. I always ask you questions. I don't know much yeah. about the developmental uh, down there. I mean, I know I think, a little I bit. Think, but... Yeah, I think Joe's been wrestling a little bit. They're about the same because Nakamura's been wrestling for a long time, too, in Japan. So it's pretty similar, pretty close, you know. Yeah. So, but, I mean, I mean, either one of them, like we said, would be the the one person to take Lesnar down. Um, I just thought it was going to be Joe. So, but either way they go, 
It doesn't matter to me. But yeah. I'm sure they're going to have a rematch between Nakamura and Joe, right? Yeah, yeah they'll do something on a taping or TV taping or something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Chris, any update on the ninjas coming after uh, Joe or no? Oh, they're coming, man. I forgot about that, Dean. i got to find that clip. i got to watch that. I don't know. Joe's great, man. I was told the story before. Joe's great. Like when when Joe first left TNA and before he went to NXT, like some podcast interviewed him, and uh, they asked Joe, like, whatever happened to the ninjas? And then, like in the interview, like all of a sudden Joe's phone got staticky, and he was like, "I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't." And then he just hung up. And I was like, "That's fucking great." And he's got a sense of humor. <laughs> I'm like, "This dude's got a sense of humor and everything, you know." So the ninjas—they're going to show up again. If, if you've never seen it before, just go to YouTube and put in TNA Impact Samoa Joe Ninjas. It was great. It was—it was back when Joe was. Uh, uh, I don't even remember what Joe was doing at the time. All I know was these ninjas came out of nowhere. They put Joe in the truck and they drove <laughs> off. And then next thing you know, Joe shows up like like half a year later and he's got tattoos and he's got a he's got a fucking machete and he's killing the main event mafia. It was it was great, man. It was like some Quentin Tarantino desperado deleted scene shit. It, it was great, man. And. Those ninjas can come back at any time. So when those ninjas, when they kidnap Brock Lesnar or Nakamura or, or because you know at some point he, you know he's gonna he's gonna tell WWE creative like, hey, you still got those ninjas, but they're gonna kidnap somebody. They're gonna kidnap Roman or Cena, preferably Cena. That'll be really fucking funny. When it happens though, I'm gonna fucking die, and there's gonna be memes all over, and it's gonna be great. <laughs> fucking ninjas. Anyways, let's get to Survivor Series preview. It takes place in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, the Air Canada Center. Yeah, there we go. Uh, fucking uh, warfare here. Yeah, Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Um, I, I don't give two shits about this match. Lesnar's going to win. It'll probably just be a fucking brawl. Uh, Goldberg fucking hurt himself being up jobbers security independent guys on Monday, so uh, it doesn't look too good for Goldberg tonight. Um, yeah, so basically Lesnar's going to win. Uh, probably just end up being a brawl. It'd be kind of cool if we see a jackhammer on Heyman. Uh, probably not, but we'll get, we already saw the spear. I said they were going to do the spear on Heyman, so that's about it. Um, I don't know, Justin, any thoughts, Lesnar, Goldberg for tonight? Yeah, I'm just wondering if, if... I know he made the statement that this was going to be his last match, but I'm, I'm just, for some reason, got like a gut feeling if if Lesnar wins, they do a rubber match at Rumble. I, I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's just like, it's just a gut feeling, like I said. But, I mean, you know, it'll be interesting. It's it's definitely going to bring in a crowd, you know. It's one, it's one of the matches. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I really can't say. I, I, I know Lesnar's going to go over. I just don't know if they're going to do the, you know, uh, third match. Yeah. Well, like, if if they do, like, like I, I don't know, if they, it's like Joe or Nakamura, like I said. Uh, <clears throat> if it's like Lesnar versus Nakamura, ref's going to be, like, knocked out. Heyman's fucking trying to beat up Nakamura. Have Goldberg just show up, fucking spear, fucking Goldberg, help Nakamura knock Lesnar off his pedestal. I can see only that's the only thing I can see Lesnar doing for a spot. I, I think he's one and done, one match. That's it. 
and maybe a spot yeah. like something at WrestleMania to help Nakamura Joe beat Lesnar because of some bullshit or something. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm still, still holding out hope that Kevin Nash shows up and power bombs Lesnar to return the favor for Edmund Goldberg's streak. I mean, <laughs> but it ain't going to happen. I think they're going to protect Goldberg from the fall because his family is going to be there. Like, he yeah. has a big contract. It could have been, a, like, a clause in the contract or something to where, well, you know. He says he doesn't care if he wins or loses. You know, he doesn't care. Yeah, he, he yeah, says he doesn't but, care if he loses. You know, he just wants his, his family to see him fight. So, yeah. Um, I mean, he still might, you know, he might do the spear. He might do the jackhammer, you know. Well, we'll see how his shoulder holds up. But I can see the spear at least. And then we'll see what happens after that. But definitely Lesnar's going to win. I mean, it could just be a, a brawl finish and then, you know, basically fighting a concession stand. And that's it. You know, this doesn't have to be a straight up Lesnar win. You like, know? What, what were those two matches that just happened recently? Ro- Roman and Rusev, right? They had the belt didn't even ring, and it was just like a brawl outside, and it was like count hour or whatever. Was that SummerSlam? Where, when was that? Yeah, yeah, that was SummerSlam. And then what was the other one? Was it Orton too? There was someone Orton too. He didn't no, fucking... it was the, a woman. Oh, a woman? I uh, think so. I'm uh, almost positive. I don't know. Chris, do you know what I'm talking about? No, what, what, what match were you talking about? Well, you remember, like, they with what they could do with Goldberg and, like, um, Lesnar is, like, kind of how, like, Roman Reigns and uh, Rusev did, but, like, have the match but then end it outside and, like, double count out or something like that. I mean, you can do that, but if that's the case, it can't main event, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be the last match, so. I just, for some reason, I just think that they're going to protect Goldberg from a loss. They they can do that. The problem with Lesnar is you can't can't have Lesnar as he is main eventing. When he was fighting Orton at SummerSlam, like, I already knew what the deal was. They already knew, we already knew what the deal was. But there are some folks that were under the impression that, oh, you know, Orton might win and he might RKO. And when he had his match with Orton, like, I already knew, you know, suplex, suplex, like, one RKO, yeah. suplex. So, you know, <laughs> but, but, you know, I already, I already knew what it was. But the problem was the way that they ended the match, like, he just beat the shit out of Orton. He kept giving them the elbows. He gave, you know, busted them open. And then, like, Shane came out, and he, you know, gave him the F5. So, like, the way that it ended, like, you were expecting something. You know, like, you were expecting, like, a big angle to justify it, and it just kind of, like, ended, like, really kind of abruptly. And you're just kind of like, that's it. Sort of, it left, like, a bad taste in fans' mouth, which I can understand. So, yeah. the thing is, the way Lesnar is, like, if you want to do that finish, like a, a double count out or some crazy no contest or something or whatever, like, that's fine. But if you if you have that main event, it's just going to piss off fans again. It'll have them be very, very sour. I would not have, I understand the appeal of having this be the main event, but I would not have it be the main event. To me, it should be, like, in the middle of the card. Because you're going to need a break from all those elimination matches anyway. I think it should be the match before the five-on-five right. uh, brand. I think mm-hmm. that's, like, the perfect spot for that match. I agree. Yeah. Definitely should not be like the last match of the night. <laughs> Especially it's not going to be a long... I think this is going to be a brawl match, basically. So. Yeah, this needs to be no more than 10 minutes. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and plus, it's Lesnar's not, I'm not Lesnar. Goldberg. Already. He looks like he's in shape, but he's like sweating bullets as soon as he's in the ring. <laughs> yeah, so, anyways. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I wasn't really a big Goldberg fan. I wasn't a Goldberg fan of WCW. I like his entrance and shit. That was cool, the backstage shit. And the thing that I like probably, all that crap. I, I like that he just walked in the ring, did it, and then walked out. Like, that was it. It, it was a simple, guy, you know? It, pr- it protected Goldberg because he wasn't really a wrestler, so it was smart booking by yeah. WCW. But, like I said, his streak and all that, his shit mm-hmm. almost got pushed in by Regal. And all Regal <laughs> pushed his shit in. That's, that's the one thing I give WCW. They knew how to protect the guys. If there were certain dudes that weren't that good, they knew how to protect them. And I feel sorry for Roman because I look at Roman, it's like there's no reason Roman shouldn't be like Goldberg. It's like WWE didn't know how to protect Roman. You know? Yeah. And fans have already made up their mind on him, so it's too late now. That's how they should have booked... Yeah, we used to say that so many times. That's how they should have booked Roman Reigns, almost like Goldberg. Just go in there, kick ass, didn't talk much on the mic, and, and that's it. Just a badass. And, um, yeah. Well, that's well. how the whole Shield theme, theme was, you know? All three of them together, and then it was... Once they separated, it got so... I don't want to say awkward. It was just so different. Yeah, and, and we, I even said it too. It was like when the Shield was like teaming up and shit, and I was looking at Roman Reigns. I'm like, this fucking dude cannot go like 15, 20 minute matches. This guy, he's, he doesn't have the stamina to to do it or what. And fans are just going to shit on it. So they need to book him like a badass, like fucking uh, Goldberg or something. And even have someone like a, a Paul Heyman being a mouthpiece for him or nobody. Said, you know? Yeah. Remember, I said that, but you know what's killing me is how they don't use people the right way. Like, the whole Rusev and Wyatt, man, they're getting fucked over bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're not using them the right way. You you have Rusev winning the title, losing the title, winning the title, losing the title, and then you're pushing them for, like, the, you know, the heavyweight championship, and then nothing. Like, it, the, nothing is coming good. Out. And then he was gone. I know he was on his honeymoon, but even then, still, he's been gone weeks. Yeah, that's like, why, like, uh, what you're uh, just saying, like, that's why, like, uh, I know recently, earlier this year, uh, Abyss from TNA, he said that he was in discussions with WWE, like, back in the mid-2000s. And um, yeah. he said that uh, he didn't want to go to WWE, and a lot of fans were talking shit on Abyss, saying, like, oh, you should have gone, and I, I can't confidently say he made the wrong decision because guys like Abyss, you know, it's just like Rusev. Like, they debut, they they get the monster push and shit, but then at the end of the day, they just end up becoming the bitch to whoever the top babyface is, whether it's Cena or, you know, Triple H or Roman or whatever, you know what I mean? And yeah. that's, that's what's happened to guys like Rusev and Bray. It's like you build them up, they're monsters, and then it's like they lose to, like, a Cena or a Roman, and, like, they're just never the same after that. You know what I mean? So, I, the, I, only, the only I, person who really pulled it off, like, pulled it off the most, I mean, obviously, you have those monsters that you're talking about. Like, you have The Undertaker, Kane, but Foley, too. But I think yeah. it was more or less, like, the wrestling style. Yeah. So, too, I, I can't know? confidently say that Abyss made the wrong decision. I think he I think he made the right decision staying. He knew what was up. So, <laughs> I, like, yeah. I mean, I don't mind a bit, but if TNA goes out, I don't know, has anyone heard anything if TNA is going out of business or... Uh, same uh, old, same old with them right now. You know how it is. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Last last I heard, they want to do a streaming network on WWE, or like WWE Network or something. I'm like, oh. <clears throat> Anyways, whatever. Um, yeah, TNA, whatever. Um, hey, if, if you need writers, I'll relocate to Florida. Whenever, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, Billy Corgan gets his new company if he ever gets it. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, Team Raw, Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, highlight of Raw, Roman Reigns, Boo, Seth Rollins, and Ogre, Braun Strowman, versus Team SmackDown, AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, Shane McMahon, and Survivor Series Elimination Match, uh, James Ellsworth, the mascot. <clears throat> you know he's going to play some kind of role in that fucking match. He'd probably fucking super kick Ambrose or some shit. That just sounds stupid. Yeah. Cost, cost SmackDown team, but whatever. Um, yeah, same, same, with, same with Natalia, too, being the coach for the other yeah, two. So, I'm yeah. Thinking, but yeah. I mean, you don't just have an extra person out there for nothing. For nothing. So, yeah, they'll play a role in that match or some shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to go with Team Raw winning. Something's going to happen. Styles maybe fucks over the team, and then he's... If, 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 they're, if they're doing fucking Styles Taker... He's going to probably screw over Ambrose, fucking give him a Styles clash or some shit, and just leave the fucking team hanging. And then Styles leaves, and, you know, he's got hell to pay with Taker at Royal Rumble if they're going to do that. So that's fine and dandy. So I'll go with Team Raw winning. Um, I wonder if there's going to start a rift between Owens and Jericho. I could see something during the match, maybe Owens hitting Jericho or Jericho hitting Owens, you know, costing one of them to get eliminated. And then they start that rift between them. Um, I'm talking, hopefully, I'm they, you, you got you. They're gonna. I mean, we we always talk about protecting people, you know, and we always talk about Strowman maybe going against uh, Lesnar and stuff like this. I can really honestly see like a spot where you know, him and Wyatt are face to face. Like I said, lights go out and then he's just gone, almost like a cane thing. Oh jeez. Yeah, no, maybe the ninjas, the ninjas, the ninjas might show up. They're going to pull some shit. <laughs> the ninjas show up. They're coming early. They're gonna, you know they're going to pull some stupid shit tonight. Yeah, how, about, how about the lights go out and the lights come back on and there's Sabu with the chair. <laughs> Sabu. Um, I think with Strowman, yeah, there's going to be some kind of spot. I don't know if he's going to, like, start some shit with, uh... Let me see. Uh, somebody on the team or some kind of crap. You guys have it come down to, like, Braun versus Wyatt and Orton. Yeah. Like oh, man, I just thought about it. I can really see them doing that now, where they'll, they'll tag in, and and then Bray and then Brian will, will stare down, and then Bray will laugh, and then the lights go out, and they're gone. And I can see the commentary being like, what the hell? I like, <laughs> can totally see that happening. <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed off if they do that now. Yeah, Dewey, where are you? Hurry up, chime in. Give you give you an idea, Dewey. Uh, Foley. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know, Chris. What are you, what are your thoughts? I mean, who do you think's gonna win, Team Raw or SmackDown? I don't know who the fuck's gonna win now since Justin just gave up that totally realistic <laughs> idea. <laughs> that totally changes my entire prediction. Fuck, because I can see him doing that now because it's fucking brain. Nothing he does ever makes sense. Which is why I see them doing that. Oh man. Anyway, uh here is my prediction of, of um of what I think that's probably gonna happen is um I think that it'll be one of those I think Braun's going early. 
uh, I think everyone's gonna it's gonna be one of those spots where like everyone just kind of everything breaks down, and then everyone's gonna hit their finisher on Braun. Yeah. <laughs> and then Braun's gonna roll outside the ring on the table, and then Shane O'Mac's gonna hit him with the elbow off the, the elbow. table. And oh, then, there you uh, go. Yeah, yeah, and that's how you eliminate them both, and you can do like a double count out. So that's your oh, way of pretty. That's a good idea too. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He, can't, he like gets out of like the first three finishers, maybe, and then like the fourth one knocks him off his feet, and then the fifth one. You know what I mean? Like yeah, right, right, make right. Him, make him make it a spot where yeah, that's he a good spot takes right all there. these finishers, but he's so powerful that it's like it's mm-hmm. not phasing him. And then, right. Yeah, I like that. That's a good. That's See, a I was, good I was thinking some shit like fucking Strowman going strong on Reigns and Rollins, and fucking Ambrose just gets fed up with, and he just goes over and then they do a fucking shield spot, triple power bomb through the announce table to say fuck it, shield unites for one one move, and then oh, yeah. Strowman gets eliminated. Here's, here's what I got. I, I got uh, everyone hitting their finisher on Braun. That uh, you know, all all chaos breaks. And, you know, everyone gets in the ring, starts fighting, brawling, whatever, blah blah blah. Uh, it's just going on outside. Roman goes for the Superman punch on someone. Like, say he's trying to Superman punch AJ, but AJ gets out the way. He accidentally Superman punches Braun. Uh, you know, AJ tags in Shane. Shane uh, gives him the elbow because when Roman hits the Superman punch, Braun falls on the announce table. Shane gives him the elbow off the turnbuckle. Then you have a double count out. That's your way of protecting Braun, making him look mm-hmm. strong. And that's your way of eliminating Shane without him being pinned for whatever reason because you got to protect him because he's Shane Mac. So then it's down to 4v4. And then you keep it 4v4 for a while, like 10, 20 minutes, whatever. And then basically do a spot where, like, uh, someone hits their finisher on Owens. Say Ambrose hits 30Ds on Owens or, say, AJ hits. So basically, Owens gets hit by a finisher, and, he, and he's about to be pinned. And then Jericho comes in, and he saves. He breaks up the pin, and he saves his best friend. He saves. He saves Owens. So then later on in that match, Orton hits Jericho like with an RKO, and instead of Owens saving Jericho, like Jericho saved him, Owens just lets Jericho gets pinned. You know, so you know you tell the story there. Like Jericho went out of his way to protect Owens, but not the other way around, you know, plant more seeds there. Uh, so that's how I would do it, and uh, I'm not exactly sure how the elimination order would go, but my prediction is that the final two is going to come down to uh, Rollins and Reigns versus uh, AJ and Ambrose, and then what's going to happen is we got to remember that AJ is currently feuding with Ambrose, and they're already confirmed to have a WWE title match at TLC, and he also hates James Ellsworth, so... What's going to happen is AJ will be like, fuck this, and he'll just leave Ambrose high and dry. Not because of a SmackDown thing, but just because he can't stand Ambrose and, and uh, Ellsworth. And so then it'll be Ambrose and Rollins. It'll be Ambrose versus Rollins and Reigns. So there's your sure union right there. Mm. And uh, Ambrose will fight them off. And it's going to end one of two ways. The first way it'll end is that Roman and Rollins will just, they'll both win. And, and you know, they'll both be sole survivors and, and they'll eliminate. Dean Ambrose and they'll win two 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 zero, or Dean Ambrose will eliminate one of them, only to be eliminated immediately afterwards by the next guy. So say say like uh, Ambrose hits thirty deeds on Rollins and pins him, and then immediately after that Roman spears Ambrose, and so then Roman's sole survivor, or vice versa where he pins Roman and then Rollins pins him immediately after that with the pedigree and. 
he becomes the sole survivor. And then after that, Triple H pedigrees him for no fucking reason. With no explanation. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> no explanation because they're in Canada. So. Yeah. Triple H has to come out at some point, but everyone keeps talking about people from SmackDown turning on each other. I can see a spot where it comes down to Reigns and Rollins because they've in the past two shows, they've ended up in the ring together. Then you have the promo where Rollins is like, you don't know what me and Reigns, Roman can do when we're on the same page. This would be a good spot for Reigns to turn heel. Like, turn on his team. Like, that, that, they come down to, to, you know, to the last two and him take out Rollins or something. But, yeah. yeah, but there's, there's that December show they're doing fucking Roman Reigns against Owens, I guess. So I'm like, fuck. Oh, I mean, yeah, if they weren't doing totally that, I totally disagree with that direction. They should totally be doing Kevin Owens versus Jericho. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's what we said. Yeah. Like, yeah, Jericho. Yeah, we've been talking about that for like a month at least. Yeah, this, this, this like, Roman U.S. title thing is not worked. They're not doing it how they should be doing it because when he was the U.S. champion, I saw that as okay. He's not going to be in the main event scene. He should be working with the mid card dudes. But as U.S. champion, he's like all the he's in all the main event segments anyway. He's main eventing most of the time anyway, and he's he's still overshadowing Kevin Owens. It's like it's kind of like the John Cena thing. Like when when there's a company guy that Vince likes that holds a mid card belt, it's like I don't care who the world champion is, that person's the world champ. Period. Like when Cena was the U.S. champ, he was the world champ, even though he wasn't. You yeah. know, so they're not they're not they're not booking Roman how I hoped he would have been. Cause, you know, but. Yes, yeah. whatever. I think I, um, think, there, I think there's an egg that's going to hatch tonight again, too. Oh, oh God. Googly gooker. Googly gooker. Yeah, whatever. Hector Guerrero. Uh, yeah, I think it was Hector Guerrero. Was? Yeah, it was one of the Guerreros. I think Did it was Hector. Did the fans boo that in attendance? Huh? Didn't the fans boo that? Oh, they booed the hell out of that thing. It was oh, so yeah. boring. I, mean, I was there. Did, did, I was there. I was like, wow. Chris, did you see it? Like, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I've right? never actually watched the whole thing. I've just seen, like, oh my God. Of it. <laughs> I think it was, Nate, what, what what was it? Like, throughout the show, there was, like, a little crack here and there. Yeah, there was something like a crack. Yeah, it was starting to crack. Oh, well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hatch soon. I'm like, Everyone was expecting, like, you know, this huge He was thing. dancing with Okerlund and shit, and I'm like, what yeah, the I remember, fuck is this crap? I remember when they brought Luger in as the narcissist, and they had the yeah. big mirror and the whole thing, and I think it was, wasn't it Heenan was his manager? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is like yeah. a confidant manager or some shit. Yeah. Like he was, yeah. Uh, the one that I remember, and I think this is one of the first things uh, Nate and I joked about because I think it was like I remember like we commented on the same post and then like we added each other as friends on Facebook was uh, that one Nitro where they had like this aggro crag Nickelodeon looking thing and then like they were building it up the whole show and then like Hogan was like feuding with the Dungeon of Doom and then like the Yeti came came out of the- oh shit. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. The yeti or whatever it is. The ice thing exploded, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the camera was shaking, and, and the yeti yeah. came out, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, I have no <laughs> recollection of this whatsoever, and I was just dying, man. Holy shit, that angle was so. 
it was so bad it was good, man. That 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 whole Dungeon of Doom, it was like like seriously, and I, I mean this with like the most seriousness. It's like if you took you remember like those remember that Batman Forever and Batman and Robin? Like with yeah. uh with Jim Carrey, the like it's like if you took that universe and like you made it wrestling and that's what Dungeon of Doom was. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so fucking bad. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm still wondering I'm still trying to figure out Harvard Civic Center that that Saturday night main event I was at with Orndorff and Hogan in the steel cage. The start of the show was 16,000 fans, and after Hogan won the match, it was 20,000 fans. I don't know how the 4,000 fans snuck in on top of the roof or something. But, uh, yeah, whatever. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that would be cool. I'm, I'm I'm still thinking about the Undertaker retirement and shit like that. It would be cool if they do, like, a Raw, they do, like, a retirement party in Hartford, where it starts, where it finishes. I don't know. I mean, that would be cool. But, anyways. Uh, Team Raw, Charlotte, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Alicia Fox, and Nia Jax versus Team SmackDown, Nikki Bell, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, and Carmella in the Survivor Series elimination match. Um, don't really give two shits about this one since I think Team Raw is going to win. Maybe Team SmackDown should win this one. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't really give two shits about this match. I can see Sasha turning on Charlotte. Kicking the shit out of her, costing yeah. her, and maybe walk off. Basically, you're not going to have one dominant show. Yeah, Nikki Bella's going to fucking like, win it. There we go. She's the sole survivor, Bella. No, but I mean, Fuck like, it. you're not going to have one, like, Raw's not going to win every single of these brand matches, you know? Yeah, Max yeah. not going to win them all. So you're going to have a mix. So the women's one, I, I mean, like we said, the, the, Raw has way more talent than SmackDown. I think so. I mean, I don't know what anyone else thinks so. For now, like right now, um, or maybe not even talent, just like may like no names, I guess I could say. But uh, yeah, I don't know how this is gonna go. I could see Raw winning it. But I really don't care. It doesn't matter to me. It's you can have Charlotte and uh, Sasha as the final two against Nikki Bella, and fucking Sasha, like, kicks fucking Charlotte in the back of the head, and she just fucking leaves us, fuck her. And then Nikki gives her, like, the Nikki Buster move to Charlotte and pins her. There we go. I could always talk out to, to Sasha and Charlotte versus um, Carmella and Nikki, and they yeah. you know, have to work as a team, because if you saw when they came in with the invasion... You know, like, they, when Nikki was getting jumped, you had, uh, what's her name, Carmella come and help her. Yeah. You could only come down to them, too. And then what, wherever you go from there, it really doesn't matter to me. I'll be uh, watching Monday Night Football at that point. Or yeah. And now Jack will throw herself through the barrel and eliminate <laughs> herself again. What the fuck? I know, SmackDown on Tuesday. Watch it come uh, down to, like, five on one, Nia Jax versus all. Yeah, you can probably see some shit like that. Yeah, there we go. I don't know. Chris, you want to chime in on this train wreck? Or no? This match? Uh, yeah, all I can say is uh, I see what you're doing, WWE. Putting black chicks on both teams, making me not feel any indifferent. Racist <laughs> assholes. I just want to see a nip slip. That's all. I want to see a nip slip. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Well, who was the one that had it? Was it uh, there was two. Jacqueline and... Oh, Jacqueline one was crazy, man. He had a fucking t- t-shirt ripped on his shit. The girl who won tough enough, or was in tough enough, had one at ringside. Yeah, there's been a, there's been a quite a bit of them. 
Um, shit. Actually, like the the cat. That was a crazy one. She just said, fuck it. I think it was like an in-your-house show or some shit. I can't remember what, what show it was. Miss Kitty? It was, it was a fuck it. Was that her name, Miss Kitty? Yeah, Miss Kitty, the cat. Yeah, Lawler's old girlfriend from back yeah. in the day. You know, so. <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, Team Raw, uh, New Day, Enzo Moore, and Big Cass. Yeah, Big Cass. Um, Carl Anderson <laughs> and Luke Gallows. Sheamus and Cesaro, the Shining Bums versus Team SmackDown, Heath Slater, Rhino, Alpha, American Alpha, Usos, Hype Brothers, and a team to be determined the Survivor Series elimination match. What? I didn't know that. What? There is a team to be determined? Yeah. Wait, was... Come again? Yeah, I don't know where the hell this is from. When is this? this is from yeah, November 20th. I already heard it all set. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't know. This is from PW Tour or ProWrestling.net. Wait, oh. who who that? It was Slater Rhino. Right, hold on. Oh, I'm, I'm oh on wait, yeah, so, yeah, hi, brother. Oh, yeah, I'm on. I'm on Wikipedia now. Yeah, look, look it up. Yeah, what the hell? I'm trying to think. <laughs> okay, here we go. Team Raw: The New Day, Seamus Cesaro, Gallows, Anderson, Enzo, Big Cass, Shining Stars versus Slater Rhino, Hype Brothers, American Alpha. Usos and Brizango. Oh, okay, Brizango. Yeah, I don't know why the hell they did put that. They didn't. They didn't change. This must have been this right, from yeah, tonight. That's weird. Okay, Brizango. There we go. All right. Um. Uh. I don't know. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Give the I give the win to the fucking team SmackDown. I don't even I care. I, I don't give a shit about this show. There's only a few people. <laughs> <I do. laughs> I, I like it is because it sets the tone for. The rumble and it sets the yeah, that, you know it's like a the best the big three shows you know and and money in the bank you know so those those four or I mean those three are the only ones I care about leading up to Mania really. To be Honestly, I think the last team for this uh, for the SmackDown team it, it might end up being Bleach and a rope. Honestly, because I think a lot of fans are drinking. There, there's no way that the Raw tag team. Oh my gosh! I can see the cruiserweight going over to SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. Two hundred five. You know, and making Raw's tag team. I mean, come on, they, they, Enzo and Cass and the New Day, the most popular tag teams in all of wrestling, pretty much, like mostly. And then Anderson and Gallows. I mean, come on. I, I mean, you're going to see some turns on people or some aggravation. And I think Gallows and Anderson are going to get fed up and get like eliminated, and they're going to say fuck it, and they're going to go to SmackDown after this match. I, I think they're going to give the big middle fingers to, to yeah. Team Raw after Hey, man, there's, there's an idea for today. You know, take a drink every time there's a turn. There's going to be a lot of turns tonight. I saw it oh, today. You know what? Good idea. Hey, I'll be back in five minutes. I'm going to <laughs> liquor yeah, go get go get a case of beer in the thirty pack tonight. That is oh my that god, is, that is funny though. But seriously, you know you you team up all these guys that are feuding, and it happens every year. And you know you have your general manager saying you have to work as a team. We'll test you out, so you're going to be in a tag team tonight. It's like so predictable. It's ridiculous. I'd like to see some turns. I'd like to see some surprise people. That's why I love the Rumble because you see things that you, you wouldn't expect. 
Yeah, I hope Kurt Angle and Sheldon Benjamin are in the crowd watching this match. You know, Scout and American Alpha. <laughs> Whenever they show, they yeah. come in. I'm still waiting for that, but, you know, Ego H. They need blocking. to start coming up with faxes. I mean, faxes are, uh, like, a cool thing, you know? Like, if you have a couple, that's why I said American Alpha, Angle, and Benjamin. That would yeah. be, like, a nice little faction for SmackDown. You know, they co- they coach them. I mean, you could have all four, all four of them have. You could have them have the tag titles, the you know heavyweight championship, and like the IC or whatever title, mm. and just like run all a SmackDown type thing. They used to do that all the time. I but, think like the final two teams, if it's whoever's left, Enzo, well, Enzo Moore and Big Cass, and then like yeah, American yeah. Alphas. Oh, you think so? Yeah, or the Hart Brothers. It'll be come down. No, maybe maybe well, the Alphas will get eliminated. I can see um, uh, New Day and uh, Anderson and Gallows going at it. Yeah, yeah. and like see some shit like that. Cesaro and Sheamus are gonna fucking they're gonna get they're gonna get fed up with each other and shit. Yeah. Shining, shining stars are gonna get deported back to Puerto Rico probably during a match yeah. or something. Obviously, the, oh. you, you know Enzo and Cass will get a tag run, or and yeah. Gallows and Anderson might, but it just depends when and who. I mean, how many more days is it before that demolition? It's like another uh, month or so. Yeah, it's like another yeah, month. Yeah, I can see them losing it at the Rumble, and then Big E, like, being in the Rumble and doing well, like, give him, like, a quick good push as a singles guy, and then whatever from there. Yeah, but so, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I think maybe American Alpha might take a downfall. I think they're gonna go back into like a slump, and then once Shelton's hundred percent, I think Shelton's gonna be there, and Angle's gonna be in there to motivate him, and that's how Alpha's gonna get the tag belt eventually in SmackDown. So, I mean, they, we'll, you we'll know, what the thing is the the SmackDown tag division is so weak. They need like as soon as Rowan comes back. They need to push Harper and Rowan. They should have been tag champs last year. Like I, I yeah, they, they were. They work great together. It's you know, it, it's just a powerful team. They should, uh, you know, that should be the plan going forward. Because you know, Orton's not going to be with the Wyatts for a long time. No, no, he's going to be so. gone anyways. He's probably leaving for a few weeks when his wife gives birth. So. Yeah. That's why I'm saying fucking Taker should have fucking... They should have did a... They should have had fucking Taker, like, cost the team, and fucking Taker shows up on Tuesday and Tombstone's fucking Orton, and then he's gone, and then Royal Rumble, they do Taker fucking Orton or some shit, you know? Yeah. Fuck this you, AJ Styles Taker about? bullshit. Fucking crap. But whatever. Um, Chris, any thoughts on the match? Tag match? Oh, I think SmackDown's going over. Okay. Yeah. I really don't care. Maybe uh, for the push for the young guys. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe more or less. I mean, I like the whole thing that they did with Slater and, you know, from the time of the brand split, um, he's he's really becoming like a fan favorite. I mean, if James Ellsworth is the highest, what, what do you say, Nate, t- T-shirt? Uh, yeah, he was. He was up in like one of the top five sellers of t-shirts. Yeah, he's Slater. He's Slater has slowly become like 
the next JTG, if you were to take me in a time machine and take me back to 2010 when the Nexus debuted, and if you were to tell me that Heath Slater would have been the only one still around in 2016, I probably would have been like, you're a liar or something. Like, I don't... He's still there. Like, Wade Barrett's gone. Ryback's gone. Gabriel's gone. Brian's Brian. retired. Otunga's like yeah, a commentator. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't. I don't know why he's still there. I mean, he's oh, no, 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 no. You got uh, what's his name? Daryl Young, Darren Young, whatever. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. He? he was. Yeah, there was a period of time where he wasn't being used, but he was still contract. I think because of his, you know, he's. Uh, what's the politically correct term? Well, I think the politically correct term is just gay. Well, since he's gay, I, I think he's since he's openly gay. I think he's safe. He's he's good PR for WWE. I yeah. feel like it, I feel like Absolutely. if he wasn't gay though, they would have let him go some time ago. It's just how I feel about it though. Yeah, I mean it's cool that he you know came out and did all that. I saw that on uh, some show, but that, but that's another reason why I think Cena will never be a heel is because he does so much like to make a wish to this and that for the kids. If they see him being this bad guy, you know it's gonna you know. Make him make the company look like shit. And uh, yeah, and plus they can't create a number one face for the company because Brian he had to retire. I think Brian would have been an, a number one face. Even Punk could have been a number one face, but you know they went a different direction. I mean, I see Cena like just snapping it. Like they could do that. Like just going crazy and like a Bob Backlund almost. <laughs> you know, he didn't. Just... He didn't pull out it too and got Nikki pregnant. Oh shit, he snaps. <laughs> the fucking condom. <laughs> the condom broke. Uh, no, he's never going to be a heel. He's going to go no. out on his own terms. He's going uh, to. It's too late for him to be a heel, anyways. And yeah, you, you I, think, know. I think the best person to make heel, obviously, we I think a lot of us agree, uh, is Reigns by yeah. far. And I, I I see AJ going face, and I see um, Jericho going face soon. Just in case. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. They, they, it's just, I don't like that December booking and shit. They, it yeah. should be Owens Jericho. You That's know. what we we've been saying all three of us for a while. But they're gonna do they're like, gonna do Jericho Rollins. I'm like Jericho Rollins, and they're gonna do yeah. Owens Reigns. I'm like oh, okay. Sparkle Cross. Sparkle crotch. Yeah, Vince loves it. Yeah, I love that. Sparkle crotch. More, more. Write it in. Script it. <laughs> Fucking shit. Mm, big cast. Get out there. Like the wet hair. Where's the... Give me those tissues. Yeah, fucking jeez. Anyways, Miz versus Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Yeah, Zayn wins. You know, the title's going raw and shit. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens here. Um... I don't know. I, I I was hoping for like the Miz wins, but he's gonna try to get screwed over, and he just says fuck it, and he just goes to Raw with the IC title, and he defends it a few times and gets lured back in by Brian to do a feud with Cena for the IC title. But they're not, they're probably not gonna do that. I thought that would be kind of cool. So he'll probably say fuck it like Bigfoot, and they'll just have Zayn win in the IC title, go <laughs> Raw with the IC title, and Miz fucking probably, you know, say, or no, actually, Zayn going to SmackDown, I should say. And Miz getting fed up, like Chris said, and then going to Raw. So, yeah, well, Chris said, I think that's probably eventually going to happen. I, I see, the end result, I think Miz is going to get fouled up. 
set up and just say, fuck it, he's just going to leave the show and go to, go to Raw. So Zane's going to take the IC title and bring it to um, SmackDown. Yeah, you know what should happen, you know, they're not going to let it happen because WWE's two fucking PCs, you know, after Miz loses, Brian should just interview him and be like, how does it feel? And then Miz just pushes Brian. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> you screwed me. Everyone screwed me. Blah, blah, blah. And fuck it, I know it's not Ziggler, but Kenny Omega. It could have been you and me, Miz. And Ziggler, <laughs> what are you at Wrestle Kingdom? Oh, man. I'm waiting for that. That's the only thing I'm looking forward to in 2017. Because if that happens, like Kenny Omega shows up, the Young Bucks show up, and yeah. shit's going to get good. And other than that, I really don't care about like other shit for 2017. They got to get Omega and the Young Bucks on WWE. But, I, th- I just I just think this match is going to end up, like I said, with, you know, when the whole, Zig, uh, you know, Miz thing started with the brand split, it was about a contract. He wouldn't wrestle because of a contract. So he got a contract. So he can't go to Raw unless he's traded. You know what I'm saying? And that's when they we, we've mentioned times, maybe they should do trades. But yeah. also, you have to figure that, the the storyline has been between Ziggler and Miz, but there's been no, like, rebuttal. You know, Ziggler lost, and he hasn't been able to say anything or do anything to, to you know, like, confront the Miz. So I really think that, I'm telling you right now, I think that um, Ziggler is going to cost Miz the match somehow, maybe by, like, attacking him. And then it's disqualification. The title stays with the Miz, and then they can have their rematch. Yeah, I could. Could do that. You know, I I don't know. I I just have this. I mean, he he bitched about his contract. Find a new one. I mean, there there's so many ways. I mean, obviously we think better than whoever's writing this stuff, but it's. I don't know. I I think that's how it's gonna go. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, and the last match, Kendrick versus Kalisto for the Cruiserweight Championship. Kalisto wins. The Cruiserweights go to uh, SmackDown. Um, I don't know what's the whole deal with this 205 show. They want to double book uh, Cruiserweights on Raw and SmackDown. Pretty much summons the point that uh, Kalisto's going to end up winning, taking the Cruiserweight, and then, you know, whatever. Um the only thing is, if you take the IC title, you put it on, or done smack, it stays on SmackDown, and fucking the cruiser weights go to SmackDown. Um, Raw's three hours. I mean, fucking, I don't know. It's gonna kind of, it sucks. It's bad enough as it is. So I don't know what the, we're gonna get. Forty-five minute winded promos by Stephanie and an Ego H and shit. Because you know when Triple H coming back, that's a thirty-minute promo right there talking. So. I don't know. Uh, this, is, this is fuck this. This is Survivor Series. I'm, I'm just gonna get some chloroform and some rope tonight. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I hate this fucking shit. This 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 product sucks. I think I'm just gonna watch NXT. Doesn't <laughs> watch Takeover from last night. Don't even watch Survivor Series. Fuck it. Uh, Chris, any other news in the Indies? Ring of Honor? Anything going on wrestling wise? I think, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sexy Star. Sexy Star won the uh, Lucha on the Ground title, and uh, she she won Aztec Warfare 3. 
So uh, females, the champion of a promotion with a lot of men, is causing a lot of uh, controversy. So, uh, you know, congrats to her. Uh, Will, Os- Will Ospreay, he defeated, um, yeah. what's his name? Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, yes, yeah. Will Ospreay beat Bobby Fish to become the new TV champion. So uh, congrats to him. Uh, Eli Drake in TNA had his match against Eddie Edwards for the TNA title. He didn't win, but he looked very good. So, um, Wrestle Kingdom car is looking good. You got, um, Kenny Omega versus Okada for the, uh, IWGP title. You got Tanahashi versus Naito for the, uh, IWGP Intercontinental title. So, um, right now things are just kind of going along quietly. Uh, right now, as far as the, uh, independent scene is going right now, what everybody's kind of waiting for is, uh, we're just waiting for Wrestle Kingdom which is uh, January 4th each year. And like I said, the main event is Okada versus Omega. And uh, there's a very good chance that if Okada wins, Omega is is, uh, WWE bound or NXT bound. And the real question is, if Omega, if he goes, is he going to take the Young Bucks with him? I think he will. And the lights will go out, and there's going to be super kicks, and we're going to mark out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That that new day Young Bucks feud is gonna be fucking hilarious. Yeah, uh, going to get that going. That'll that's what they, that's what they should do. They should they should like you know the revival and all those guys are cool, but they should keep the belts on New Day specifically to have Omega and the Bucks just like you know. That's, there's up. too much there's there's too much money. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of folks a lot of folks are just because the story goes the story goes that um. That Booker T, I know the Young Bucks, they had a tryout at WWE at some point. And they were, they were supposedly, they were disrespectful to Booker. And, you know, Booker T was pretty much like, you know, fuck these guys. These guys will never make it. And a lot of folks are, are just severely underplaying the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks are currently, and I say this with all respect to TNA, but the Young Bucks, they're currently the champions for every promotion that matters right now. They're the IWGP Junior Tag Champions. They're the Ring of Honor Tag Champions. They're the PWG Tag Champions. Like, they they literally have every tag title that matters except a WWE title. Um, the the Young Bucks t-shirts, they're making, like, if, if the, the Young Buck and the, the Young Buck merch and the Bullet Club merch if you collectively combine, like, all... Because they're, like, in different promotions and shit. If, if you combine all the merch that they're making, they're, the amount of money they're making, they're making, like, six-figure shit. Like, yeah. people people have this idea that WWE is the end-all, be-all. And it is. It is it is the end-all, be-all. But it's very possible to make good money and not be in WWE. And the Young Bucks are in the conversation. They're making... They're not making John Cena, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar money. No, but... The, the the money that like a Miz or a Rusev or a Ziggler or like a Kofi Kingston like a solid like intercontinental U.S. champion you know like four hundred thousand five hundred thousand they're making that collectively with all their shit combined that's not even counting DVD sales they're all about the money Triple H is not fucking stupid he sees the money on the raw he there's too much money to be had he sees how much merch New Day sells he sees how much the the elite, the young bucks, the you know what the Bullet Club, whatever fucking name you want to call them. Yep. So, well, mark my words, 2017, New Day versus the Elite slash Bullet Club. I don't know if it's going to be a takeover. I don't know if it's going to be at WrestleMania. 
it's fucking happening. And when it happens, there's going to be like, I don't know what the record is. I know like the Steve Austin, uh, I know the 316 shirt is like the, I think it's the most sold wrestling merch ever next to the NWO shirt. I need to get numbers. I don't know. The, I need to pull up the exact numbers, but put it this way. When they do the New Day versus the Bullet Club, I guarantee you that's going to probably, it's going to come close with, with merch. You remember when they were trying to do Rey Mysterio versus Sin Cara and they never worked out? They wanted to yep. see like how many people could wear a mask in an arena. Oh, yeah. They were trying to break the record for most people wearing a mask. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're going to get that with the New Day in the Elite. We're going to have like most people in an arena like wearing wrestling merchandise for one match. With that. <laughs> so get yeah. ready. I mean, if you look at like ProWrestlingTees.com, like the top ten merchandise, it's like all of it's like Bullet Club and shit like that. You know, it's crazy. And like Young Buck stuff mixed in and shit, like the top 10, top 20 items on, like, pro wrestling tees and shit. It's it's crazy how good, like, uh, the Young Bucks are and the Bullet Club, how over they are. Just Not in just this country, in Japan and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, Triple H ain't stupid. Like we said, like we always say, it's it's fucking Kevin Dunn and Vince McMahon. You know, once Vince dies, Bucktooth's gone, too. Probably at the funeral, he'll fire his ass. Cause, you know, I know Triple H's going to fire him. And then and, and things will be better. Because, I mean, you look how fucking, how Triple H's booking. Is Triple H, like, do you know for a fact, is Triple H, like, complete control of, like, NXT? You know, he's pretty much hands-on. It's all Triple H. Do you know that for a fact? I think it is Triple H, because the way you see it, and the way, like, the style of wrestling, especially a team like The Arrival. He's, like, old school. You like these old school concepts and shit like that. And I think a lot of old school fans will lo- love it when Triple H... Um, takes over full reigns because I think we'll get like these old school concepts, you know, uh, World War Three matches, Halloween Havoc, and shit. He'll be big on the tag teams and stuff like that, you know, in the future. So I just wait till Vince passes away or they put him in a nursing home or something. He finally loses it or something. I don't know what what's gonna take for Vince to to stop doing this, but I don't know. I mean, the future looks bright, but like I said, 2017, and definitely Young Bucks, Omega, that shit will be awesome. That that'll be musty Raw uh, final segment or some shit. Yeah, you got to do it. will be like a final segment. Let's say, because I don't know when their contract is up, like maybe around January, around Royal Rumble. Omega, do you know anything about their contracts or no? Basically how it does in the, um, how New Japan does it is uh, New Japan, what they do is they sign most of their folks to a year deal. And then when Wrestle Kingdom comes, they uh, give you the opportunity to resign. So what, what happens in New Japan is when Wrestle Kingdom is up, if, if you're done, then people, they give their notice like the day of or the day before. Mm-hmm. So people resign. And so that was what happened last year at, uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. I believe it was Wrestle Kingdom 10, like the day of. AJ, Nakamura, Gallows, and Anderson, uh, they put their notice like the day of. And it was weird because Nakamura and AJ were fighting each other. And uh, Nakamura was the uh, Intercontinental Champion. So Nakamura beat AJ. And then like Raw, you know, there's a post-Mania Raw. There is like a a post-Wrestle Kingdom show. And then on that show, uh, the Bullet Club, they they betrayed AJ. And uh, Nakamura took a pin from Omega, and then Gallows and Anderson were written out, so it was really, really, like, quick. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so it's it's very, very, it's not like America. It's not like WWE or TNA or Ring of Honor where if you hear someone's contract is expiring, like, I don't know, for instance, like take like 90 days or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not one of those things where they give you like a two months notice. Like, it's usually like the day of, sort of. Yeah. So. No, because I think that would be good, and I hope they go. They have to. They have to be like Gallows and Anderson. No NXT, no nothing. Just just show up on Raw, and shit. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, it'll, it'll be funny. I think that'll be like the only highlight of Raw in 2017, and shit. Uh, Ziegler's got to get. Uh, Ziegler's got to get sensitive about Raw because I, I just got to see Omega going off on <laughs> Ziegler. Could have been you and me. <laughs> But you blew it, because you're a loser. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, yeah, try to enjoy uh, Survivor Series. Hopefully it's good. Yeah, I'm going to go probably back and watch uh, some of the NXT, like the last two matches, Asuka and uh, the NXT title match, too. So, but Thanks for calling in. Have a rest, uh, nice rest of your uh, Sunday. All right, later. All right, take care. All right, I want to thank Christopher for calling in and uh, Justin for calling in. Everyone out there, take care. This has been Nate for Inside Wrestling. Song, everybody. Goodbye. Enjoy Survivor Series. So long, everybody. Goodbye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.